0: Congratulations. You played yourself. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, 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 yes.
2: That is a disgusting act. You just made the list! Congratulations, you played yourself.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: Guess who's back? New Child Center Show, episode 178. El so Leo. That's in Brazil.
0: Go ahead. No? Okay. I am Leo. That's Mario. Have no fear. The legend thriller is here. I am the heel that seals the deal. The villain that saves Chillen. The anti hero of the IWC. Your boy, Ooh. Mr. Radar. And our third man on the broadcast team. He is a straight shooter on Twitter. You call him our double. for the me streets of li
1: you left you left the part out man aren't i the l-o-c oh that's right i was literally waiting to do the The eli drake (laughs) (laughs)
0: analyst of the (laughs) l-o-c what's up Uh, boys me off with the brazilian Uh, what what you threw me off. I, I love majority. doing that in
2: every show. Like I never tell you what I'm gonna say. I just say it. And and plus, I showed you a picture of uh, Mr. Rated PG13,
0: <laughs> um,
2: who's gonna who's gonna graduate eighth grade and we're going to high school in uh in September. So yeah, that's actually oh, what. That's actually when uh, when I remember you know Owen Hart and everything. Just there you go. I aged myself. What's up, boys? One seventy eight.
0: That sounds... Wait, wait, hold on. That, that sounds the suspect is all the What's up, boys? What's, really? up, what's up, boys? That is no. a disgusting No. Ass. no. Yeah, yeah okay. that sounds the kind of suspect, Leo. Sorry. Ryan, what's up, bro? <laughs> what's up, man? Long time no... Uh,
1: I guess virtual EC. see.
0: Yeah, you know, uh, we were supposed to do a show last week. We were going to um, do things a little bit differently. Uh, Leo was going to take a powder. And take Ryan it, yeah. and myself were going to do a show. But uh, I had to go to work early saturday morning mm-hmm. we were going to supposed to record friday night that didn't happen and then we we're going to record sunday night and then ryan got caught up with some shit so uh,
1: yeah unfortunately life happens sometimes but it's okay because we're back and we got a, a plethora yes. of stuff to talk about Ugh, as the, always
2: this show better not before i was long that's what i'm saying
0: it won't be but Look, you <laughs> know, before we get started before we get, before we hey, get no started, promises <laughs> before we get started by the way let me praise both you and Ryan. You guys got some nice hats. Oh we do. <laughs> oh, yeah, we do. Yeah, you got some nice, yeah, some nice, nice hats. Nice. Just want just want to throw that nice. out there. You know, some nice Hashtag,
2: uh, hashtag new merch? No.
0: no. let's just
2: wait. Hashtag let's, no. let's,
1: I'll let's do say. some I'll do some modeling. I could be a Luch Outsiders model. <laughs> like the well young kids
2: it. nowadays say no cap? No, oh, uh, no <laughs> cap? Uh, no, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. Ryan got listen,
0: it? The no. cap. No,
1: I, I got it, but listen, I'd like to think that I'm not a young kid to be in that lingo or just, that category. Just because Ryan
0: I, just because Ryan looks like a high school kid doesn't mean that yeah, you know, he, you yeah, know he's, uh, yeah. he's one of these kids that that'll take someone's cap and get yeah. punched in the face. No with a clout.
2: No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> got your hat. <laughs> no, yeah. no. Um, by the way, I, I love the way that, that he folds the, the front like a true uh, baseball fan. You know what I mean? Yeah. I never like my hats like flat like that. This one, because I I just grabbed it. Yeah. I can't
1: do it. I can't do it flat. No disrespect to anybody (laughs) who does do it flat. You know, um, yeah, I don't know. I just like I have a habit and and you'll see me do this like throughout the show. Like I'm just like I can't bend it enough. Like, Break it I, in. Break
0: I'm, it in, bro. Break it in. I just like this with hats. That's so. fine. That's fine. As long as you're supporting the, the yeah. brand new Lucha Outsiders Of course, no hat. man.
2: That's of all course, of course, You can do whatever
0: in. the hell you want with the hat. You can add horns to it if you want.
2: To. What up to Jessica Hoffman? <laughs> like, what up to <laughs> Antonio uh, Rodriguez saying hashtag no cap?
1: Oh god, no, now we're gonna get on with this.
0: <laughs> Episode oh, one. anyways, wrestling, right? Episode <laughs> 178. No cap. <laughs> <laughs> All right, give me a minute. I like, I like give it, like give me a minute, guys, before we get started, cause it's been two weeks.
2: Hashtag studio sound.
0: I heard it from here. I heard it from here. Hashtag it's Rebel Time. Ryan, what you sipping on over there, bro? Jet and Juice. What? Water, man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Rookie,
1: long long drinking night last night, so I got I got to oh. hydrate myself this All morning, right. you know.
2: And he was
0: blaming allergies. <laughs> <laughs> a long night, a long night. No, my allergies are a real. <laughs> you gotta pop that Zyrtec. All right, let's get started, guys. Let's go. Um, let's start probably with the biggest news in my opinion that happened in the last two weeks, and that's this Daniel Bryan situation. Yes, in my opinion, uh, Daniel Bryan, he fought Roman Reigns in a. You know what's funny when they first promoted the match uh two weeks ago it was supposed to be like title versus i never want to see you again and then within like a week they promoted it to title versus career which i found it very very weird so rumors started coming out i believe fightful select reported this first rumors started coming out that daniel bryant since that match or maybe the day after uh smackdown he's a free agent he's no longer under contract Uh, Daniel Bryan has been making a lot of headlines saying that he wants to venture out and do other things out, you know, um, besides being a dad, you know, obviously that's his top priority. Um, you know, he has two children with Brie Bella, but, you know, he would like to wrestle in Mexico. He would like to wrestle other matches. He even praised Kenny Omega, and that's a money match. That's a, uh, an all-out main event or a Wrestle Kingdom main event if somehow uh, Omega makes it back to New Japan, uh, however you want to call it, it's a fucking main event. Um, I kind of got mixed feelings on this because I feel like in many ways we're getting trolled to think that Daniel Bryan is going <laughs> to, you know, appear in other places. Um, would I like that? Absolutely, the fan in me. And I necessarily don't want to say that he's going to automatically sign with AEW because that's the most like common thing to say now. Like, oh, they're going to go to AEW. I would like to even see him like in Ring of Honor wrestle a match with Jonathan Grisham, like wrestle all over the place. If that was the case, I have a funny feeling that he's going to resign with the WWE and he's going to take like a backstage role, heavy on creative, maybe even, um, uh, Uh, Some type of agent for some of these younger talents because, you know, he's a fan of a lot of these agents. And maybe once in a while, wrestle a match kind of like Triple H has done in recent years. That's what I see Daniel Bryan doing. But the fan in me would love to see a Kenny Omega match or have matches like in New Japan or, uh, you know, just other places, anywhere. anywhere. Now, Um, do
2: do you see him just straight WWE? Because to me, it's like a storyline. You know what I mean? Because he's so lately been connected to the WWE. Do you see more like a storyline like they're trolling everybody or is this for real, for real?
0: No, I feel like he's not under contract, but I feel like I feel like he's not under contract, but there's somehow a troll in this, too. Uh, Ryan, give me your thoughts on all this, because we haven't talked about this whatsoever.
1: Yeah, I'm with you, man. Um, I'd like to be really excited about it, but I just feel like he's going to just end up right back there. He's a WWE guy. Uh, This is like similar to like when Brock Lesnar is not under contract with WWE anymore. Well, it really doesn't mean anything. Right. It doesn't doesn't matter because he's still going to be around. Vince knows that he can still grab him whenever he wants. Uh, Well, you know, not whenever Vince wants, whenever he wants, but you know, Daniel Bryan just needs to go away for a little bit Mm -hmm. uh, to be with his family. Uh, Dude deserves it, man. I mean, not that I don't want to see Daniel Bryan around. I do. He's one of my favorite wrestlers, uh, you know, of the last, you know, decade, really. Um, He's just been awesome, but he deserves family time. Like you said, he's got two uh, young kids and uh, you know, we're lucky we got this second run from him, you know, when he came back from his injury. I'm not saying it's over yet, but I'm just saying we're lucky we got that. So like maybe he'll take it down a couple of notches. Uh, I'd like, I'd like him to just be like a part-time attraction type of guy at this point too, you know, if if he's still going to continue, which I don't know why he wouldn't, but um, you know, no more full-time, you know. don't We don't have to see him every single week anymore. Uh, just here and there, you know, for a big-time match. But these dream matches, they're endless, okay? You, we can make freaking lists for days on the amount of matches we'd like to see Daniel Bryan have outside of WWE. Yeah. I just don't see it happening.
0: What You know what it is, too, with Daniel Bryan? And uh, besides the whole um, he deserves a break, because he definitely does, but you could even... I don't want to say that we've gotten too much Daniel Bryan, but I feel like that shine and that aura of Daniel Bryan and the whole "Yes" movement has kind off. of wore off a little bit. Oh, and yeah. you watch WrestleMania, his pop wasn't as big. No, his pop wasn't as big. It, going it felt back, forced right, his pop wasn't as yeah. big. Um, I can't mention WrestleMania 30, 35 because he was a heel, you know, against Kofi Mania no, and thir- Kofi. But go back to thirty four. In New Orleans, when he mm-hmm. made his return, his pop was great. Like I remember yeah. seeing, I remember the promo package for that WrestleMania where it was like everybody doing the yes uh, chant, like in basketball games and football games, and I think it's soccer games, all over the place, people were doing the yes chant or whatever. That was a promo package leading to Daniel Bryan's return at that Mania. Yeah. It, it, fucking New Orleans, they lost their minds. You know, going back, go, going now forward to this past year's WrestleMania, and you was there, Ryan. That uh pop wasn't um as loud, and I get it. The stadium was not at full capacity, but compared to the reaction Edge got and Drew McIntyre got, the pop was not as loud.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I I don't know why, because I think Dana Bryan's still a very popular guy, right? And I don't know how that gimmick the of the yes thing could ever like truly die out. I mean, yeah, the pop what maybe won't be the same as it was when it was red hot, you know, going back to what was that 2014. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, man, like I still love that. I still feel like the crowd should be into that. Yeah. Like you said, it's tough to tough to really um, put a finger on this year because of the piped in crowd noise and because they have capacity, whatever you want to call it. But there's no, everything was very obvious that Daniel Bryan was almost like the odd man out in that match. Right. Crowd um and you know it's a shame and and he even came out to say it too like he felt like out of place i I forget the exact wording that he used um but like he like felt like he i think he said something down.
0: yeah disconnected checked out a little bit
1: which you know for him a guy who loves wrestling as much as he does that's kind of weird and like a little like you know like what like i never expected that guy to say that so maybe that was a sign that that was telling him go away for a little Mm -hmm. bit do what you gotta do with your family of course he loves like uh you know all the gardening stuff like that, and you know if you watch Total Divas, you know he's into all the, all that kind type of stuff. Top and, um, Do you I think mean, th-
0: Do you think Daniel Bryan smokes pot? He has to be smoking pot.
1: I could see it. I really, <laughs> I could see it. He's probably, you know, I can see him going like,
0: he's all natural. Or, so you know what I'm gonna go maybe, back, maybe he you know? doesn't smoke, but maybe he's more of an edible guy, or, huh? Or on a tea, you know? Like, hey, tea. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, oh, he definitely drinks tea. <laughs>
2: He's definitely oh, tea. he drinks tea. Like, have a meal there, tea yeah. oh. all day oh, every day. He makes day.
1: tea every night. Oh, yeah, he makes <laughs> tea every night. Yeah. Quite like like Pinky up too. While he's, like, yeah.
2: So I'm if he kidding. drinks tea, who? You, if he drinks tea, who is the one caffeine guy in wrestling? Like this guy has to drink coffee like every two seconds. Mojo <sighs> oh, Rawley
1: is well, one of them. I was going to say know. it was Mojo Rawley. <laughs>
0: Well, he's not with the company. He's not with the company anymore. Thank God.
1: So he's irrelevant in wrestling in my eyes, anyway.
0: It'll be good for the people in the chat to let us know who they think. You Gives know who? A lot you know coffee. who seems like he's a big coffee guy, or yeah. you know what? Maybe he's more of an energy drink guy. I was going to say uh, El Phantasmo, ELP. Oh,
1: yes. yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, I could see more energy drink. He he
0: definitely seems like a monster guy.
1: Yeah, Before yeah, <laughs> <yeah>. loco. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, any anything else on Daniel Bryan? Or I think we covered it with that, right?
1: Pretty much, yeah. I mean, it, it's kind of... Well, for me, it's a, it's a wait-and-see type of thing, yeah. you know? It's like, I really have to see it to believe it, it you know? Meaning, like, you know, if he actually doesn't resign with the WWE and makes some waves outside, I really just... I can't see it right now. You know, when the time comes, that's when I'll believe like
0: it. Like I said, the fan in me will love to see him in all these different promotions. Not not even sign, like, a deal. Just pop oh, up sure. in all these different yeah, promotions yeah, to wrestle. Up. Like, imagine Daniel Bryan, like, in Bloodsport. Like, it would be fucking amazing. Yeah. oh, sure, but sure. yeah. I, That's just a fan in me. I just think, you know, if I, you know, plausible, the the more plausible, you know, situation here is that he's going to resign with the WWE and take more of a part-time role and play more of a backstage role Mm -hmm. going forward in his career. But don't you think that he's made such a
2: big name now? Because, again, before he came to the WWE, he was already a name in the indies, right? Right. Now he comes to the WWE. His stock goes through the roof with the whole yes movement, right? Mm -hmm. He can show up to Mexico or New Japan and get paid Brock Lesnar money just for that oh, absolutely, time. Oh, absolutely, absolutely.
1: Yeah, man. I don't think money is, is, is a yeah. factor here at all.
0: Right, and I don't think... And Daniel Bryan, while I'm sure he's very smart with his money because, you know, the dude doesn't buy expensive no, shit. of course. But, like, I don't even think money plays a factor. I think it's more of his passion yeah. Cause, or whatever. Because, yeah. well, this week, and, and I know I'm kind of jumping ahead, but you had uh,
2: um Andrade and and this guy the, the 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 dirty one what's the thing omega um they were talk aren't they going to wrestle in mexico well, well you kind of but not know no, what I'm saying is you can have daniel bryan show up down there again the dream matches and like ryan said <clears throat> you could do three or four pages of dream matches just with daniel bryan now forget about mexico you, there was always talks this week or two weeks ago of samoa joe and cm punk again so what if you have daniel bryan now you know how many people would pay to see that you could build a whole or pay-per-view if- just around that.
0: Oh, absolutely. Like, imagine, mm-hmm. you know, as much as we like to crap on Ring of Honor, but now that things that are opening up, what? how crazy would it be if somehow Ring of Honor just offers Joe, Punk, and Brian the world, yeah. and they make their return? You know how many eyes Ring of Honor is going to start, like, popping up out of nowhere? People are going to be watching that 3 a.m. Nebraska feed.
1: <laughs> We're going to have to go find this- it. <laughs> Oh I'll be I'll be one of those people watching the Nebraska <laughs> feed. Dude, if if we could hear it's the
0: final we'll count countdown. do oh, oh I'm sorry. <laughs> my
2: son knows that song, that's why I do it like that. Sorry, Roman, go ahead. Dale. Uh
0: all right. So incredible. since you mentioned Kenny Omega, I I guess we'll talk about Kenny Omega first before we talk about blood and guts. Kenny Omega, dude. Um, he's made a lot of news the last two weeks. So going back two weeks ago, yeah, he won the Impact World Title as expected against Rich Swan. I thought the match was really, really good. I don't think it was a all-time classic, but I do think the match was really, really good. He's now the Impact World Champ. We got we got people sending in pictures
2: that they're watching our show with our stickers on their welding uh, mask. So there you go. Thank you for the person that sent that to us. Well, that's cool. There you go. Oh. Sorry, Kenny um, Omega. Dali. Fast forward
0: to this pat. do we want to talk about the Andrade stuff first before we talk about this past Wednesday? All right, let's br- bring up Andrade. So, Bro, bro it's, it's our show. Go ahead. That's- Omega is the <laughs> current uh AAA mega campeon, right? I like it. Se mega campeon. And that's Ryan's Spanish word oh, of the day. Okay,
2: no, that's too easy.
0: Say campeon. Oh, come on. Campeon. See? There you go. Uh, Listen, I'm, not the, I'm you know, not the girl. I'll allow it. I'm not the girl. I don't know. She says some shit that I can't even gotcha, say. Tassel. Oh, my
1: God. <laughs> <laughs> Oof, thank you for that follow
2: on Instagram, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> the straight shooter. Shoot straight baby. Shooter. <laughs> okay, I got another one for you. U-ra-gan-rana. Wow, that's a mouthful. Well, rock and Rana. They've been saying it for years in, in WWE. and Rana. and
0: Rana. Rana. All right. Let's move on. <laughs> so Andrade, out of fucking nowhere, pops up at the last AAA show, and it was a vignette. He wasn't there live, but he's saying that he's trying to make a stamp in AAA mm-hmm. and that he wants a match with Omega at Triple Mania, which is their WrestleMania, whatever, for that mega championship. Dude. This match has all the potential to be match of the year contender when these two go at it. And I know there were some pecker heads online saying like, oh, but the Kenny Omega accept the challenge. Listen, if they're fucking already teasing it, the match is going to fucking happen at Triple Mania. I'm excited for this match. This is the match Andrade needs to fucking give the biggest middle finger to the WWE. I can't (laughs) wait for this match.
1: Yeah, man. Um, I keep forgetting this dude has no no, uh, 90 day no compete. It's incredible. Uh, even though I guess the match wouldn't happen until I what was Triple Mania, isn't that like in uh August usually? Uh, yeah,
0: August, I believe,
1: like late August. Yeah, and and funny enough, like I don't watch uh Triple A at all, but every year I tend to watch Triple Mania just because it's, it's always a fun show, right? And this year, um, already we got you know this huge match going down. I think Deanna Perrazzo is going to be wrestling on that. show. Yeah, there's going to
0: be uh, she's going to be challenging for the uh reina's of uh, reina's championship is that what the it's one called?
1: that um ty valkyrie mm-hmm. and and tessa blanchard won right they won a those titles
0: and then because ty went to WWE, they did a a new you know to crown a new one and i forget uh lady uh i forget her, i forget the chick's name but she's the current champion right now and then diana's going to be challenging her for that title
1: so yeah, that's really cool. And I I think she's putting her belt on the line too. I yeah, think. I think it's or time not, for, I think
0: right. her name is Lady Fabia. Lady something. But yeah, Fabi
1: something. It's yeah. Favi- that sounds Favi- familiar.
0: Favi- but anyways, yeah.
1: Go going back to the Omega stuff. Yeah, complete dream match. I can't believe this match is actually gonna happen.
0: It's so um, dope, bro.
1: oh well, I mean, dude, this is why we love wrestling, right? Like this is this is it right here. Like mm-hmm. Andrade, Kenny Omega, Andrade Lee goes from doing nothing, sitting in the back catering, uh doing some stuff with Garza. Um just being irrelevant for so long after that, he ends up leaving, and
2: boom! Fabi months... Anpache is the girl. There you go, Fabi There Sorry. you go. go ahead, dad. Sounds
1: familiar. And months later, he's he's gonna be wrestling Kenny Omega. Like, dude, holy shit! But, but I mean, go- I don't even I don't even know what, what my mind is blown at <laughs> this whole thing.
2: But that goes to show you, you know, how somebody in in one promotion, somebody in the WWE, could be in catering. And then all of a sudden, they get let go. And in a month, two months, they're main eventing somewhere else and drawing money, which is ultimately what this whole wrestling thing is about. It's about drawing money. And and you look at Andrade, the second that that you had all this talk about him and, and Omega... Dude, that's all you saw on Twitter. By yep. the way, thank you, Ryan. I have to go ahead and shut my shit off again because for some reason it came well. <laughs> But, But that's what you why see. Why do you ever turn it back on? I, I have no idea. I, I th-
0: oh, man, I just hit reset just, on something. Why don't you uh, just do what I... Because I don't do Twitter. Yeah. I just... Anything I want to... I just click on the Twitter link and I just see what whatever Ryan is looking every now and then. I, I, don't, just, have, I don't have time. I just I, I look at it and then it just, that's what I'm saying just that. Da- you know, just uninstall <gasps> Twitter. Back in my day, uninstall back in Twitter my day. so you won't get no notifications. No,
2: no, I don't want to uninstall Twitter. I gotta know what's going on. I gotta be down with the people. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Keep going, keep going. But I'm saying, <laughs> <the> only- <laughs> but <laughs> Omega and Andrade—that's what everybody was talking about. And again, it's drawing money. That—that's ultimately what this
0: whole thing is about. Going going back to the what Leo just said about of uh, some former WWE talent being unappreciative, right? Look at where Diana Perrazzo's at right now. Unappreciated because unappreciated, right? Is that they're- look at where Diana Perrazzo's at now. She's a current Impact uh, Women's Champion, Knockout Champion, or whatever. She's going to challenge for the for the uh, Reinas of Reinas Championship in AAA or whatever. This is a chick that was doing jobs in uh, NXT, yeah. and now look yeah. where she at. You can make the argument that she's like what top two, top three female right now of 2021?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's she's must-see for me. Like, every time she has a match uh, or a segment, uh, she's just fantastic. She's must-see. Yeah, she's absolutely at the top of a a game Where it comes to, like, top women's wrestlers in the world right now. She's at the top of that list. And it's so funny because you would have never, ever, ever thought that she would be at the top of the list years ago. And uh, not even years ago. Like, literally, like, well, I mean, at this point, it's like a year and a half ago. Right, right, right. Um, and I'm not even saying it's because she wasn't good. She just wasn't obviously appreciated, like like Leo said. So, it's, just, dude, that's what I'm saying. In wrestling, it's like no matter what your spot is, you can be at the bottom of a freaking barrel in one company, but it's okay. Like, there's light at the end of that tunnel because just look at Andrade, look at Diana. I mean, yeah. there's so many different, you know, um, examples that I could bring up.
2: So my, my whole thinking, right, has always been, you guys remember when AEW first got announced, right? Remember in in no, I no uh, Vegas? I, I totally forgot.
0: <laughs> I know. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, I'll ne- I'll never forget when AEW first yeah. got announced because I remember it was New Year's Eve. Well, it was New Year's yeah. when the they did be the elite. I watched it, and I at three AM. Right, I watched yeah. it. Like a fucking mark. And (laughs) me too. I remember I went, I lost my mind. I even started posting shit about AEW on my personal page. That's how excited I was (laughs) about AEW. And then we got the formal Jacksonville announcement where it was like the. I think the Ricans of wrestling were there, where they mm-hmm. they did. The, it was like a gathering. Wasn't in Vegas? I thought it was Vegas. No, no, no. That was for Double or Nothing. Ah, okay. Jacksonville there, there. was the former announcement, where they you saw Pac yeah, and Hangman yeah. face off. So, but yeah, and then
1: SmackDown I, was happening across the street. That's, there you go.
0: <laughs> go ahead, yeah. Leo.
2: So, but, <laughs> That's my favorite
1: part of the whole, the whole, the whole thing.
2: <laughs> but do you, do you guys remember right in between that time when it was announced and then you started getting more information that the WWE went on this hiring spree? Yeah. That they just hired a whole bunch of independent wrestlers. And I think right now on the tail end of that is they just hired just to hire for AEW not to have them. Yep. But now you have them on your payroll and you have no idea what to do with them. That happens with, with a lot of wrestlers. And I think Deanna was one of the ones that landed in that in that
0: nook and cranny where well she she hired got her. She, they fucked her because she was gonna originally be in that fatal four way at all in and yeah. then she signed yeah. and she couldn't do it anymore yeah but that's what I'm saying again yeah. they just signed just to just a signer pero por eso so now you have
2: the WWE being petty where now it just kind of gives her more more hunger you know what I mean like she's hungrier now like now that she has the ball she's not letting go of it. Right. Like she's going to keep that belt. She's putting on shows. You have like Ryan said like he watches her because you know you're going to get a show. But again, you're going to have a a lot more wrestlers especially with the batch that just got released now. Mm-hmm. When that 90 day is is over with, it's always a good time to be a wrestling fan, but I think now like again, you're going to have these dream matches. You're going to have these guys that are hungry that you know, they may have the fame, but now they want they want that the titles. Which right. WWE never gave him. right? So, but anyway, that,
0: that, that's my thing. more. Okay, I'm more go on back to sleep. the more on the Kenny Very Omega, good. Very good <laughs> M- more on the <laughs> more on the belt collector Kenny Omega. So, um, we got kind of a an idea of what's going to be going on with Kenny Omega at Double or Nothing. So, there's going to be a match next week. It'll be a World Title Eliminator match against Pac and Orange Cassidy. Uh, we got a uh interesting uh little promo from Kenny Omega this past week. He was kind of like uh. Promoting the Blessing Guts match before, and then he just kind of went on this rant or whatever. Um, you know, I'm, I'm kind of having not in-ring level, because in-ring Omega's untouchable, but his character to me, it's not the heel character I'm necessarily used to when he was in New Japan. Um, and him being this belt collector, I don't know, dude. I'm not a fan of fucking Nakazawa fucking wearing the titles and hanging on to the titles. I'm not a fan of that. It's just like if if AAA and Impact are putting their titles on you, you're kind of representing their company, right? The the title, right? It's not like one of these secondary titles. No, you're holding the title, right? And I get it. You're wearing, Rightfully so, you're wearing the AEW, AEW world title around your waist because you're on the AEW show, Dynamite. But you shouldn't have Nakazawa wearing the titles. It would be different, like if he was holding the titles. Yeah. And then when he's about to cut the promo, he gives the titles to yeah. Nakazawa. That's nice. That's clean. Like if he walks out. But if I was Impact Talent, I would be like, yo, what are you doing? Like, and you could have – people have mixed feelings about Austin Aries, but I feel like when Austin Aries was the belt collector, he was doing a better job holding the titles because he was carrying all the titles. He wasn't – yeah, he would have, like, two around his waist, but he was ha- he was carrying the titles like purses. Like, yeah, I, re- yeah. like I remember Austin Aries doing that. Like, and, and granted, I'm not comparing Austin Aries to Kenny Omega, the, you know, who's a better performer or not. <gasps> How dare but uh, I don't know. The, I just wish Omega was doing a better job – kind of representing those titles. I don't know if I'm making sense, but uh, when it comes to the potential Pac or Cassidy match Omega, as much as I love seeing Pac and Omega, I'm really rooting for Arsh Cassidy. I think Arsh Cassidy and Omega could give us like a five-star classic. That's how I could definitely, I could, I could guarantee that.
2: Add that to another uh, accolade that uh, Omega has. He wrestled a girl, a blow-up doll, and now Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy doesn't give a <laughs> shit
0: about anything. By, by the way, on social media, they,
2: they were calling him uh, a knock or nothing Just saying. He shouldn't be holding the titles.
0: Ryan, what's your thoughts on you know, the portrayal of Kenny Omega... Being the belt collector and the potential matchups that we might get. Oh
1: man, well, dude, I'm with you with the uh Orange Cassidy bandwagon. And uh, you know, when they announced that match, Pac versus Orange Cassidy, you, you say to yourself, Okay, Pac is obviously going to be the one to go over. But here's honestly where I'm not a fan of something that AEW does, and they've done it once or twice before. They give you this promo teaser between Omega and Orange Cassidy, basically right. telling you this that is a match. Orange Capacity is going to win, yeah. Like to me, it makes zero sense. They did it with SCU and the Young Bucks too,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, a couple of weeks ago, and then they oh, surprise, surprise, they won the uh, you know number one contendership match this past week. I just I I don't like I don't understand why you can't just wait until the match is official and then do then do a promo uh, teaser like this because. While I did enjoy it, I thought it dragged out. I thought it went way too long, and I was just sitting there like, okay, can we get to the Blood and Guts match, please? Like, like this match is next week. Like, we're going to determine Omega's <laughs> Challenger next week. Like, why why are they still going at it? Um, but, yeah, I'm, a, I'm with you in agreement where I think these two will absolutely kill it. It's it's not a match I ever thought I wanted, to be honest, until now. And um, I think it would be a ton of fun. And a lot of people, a lot of peckerheads, going to be – Upset that Orange Cassidy's in a world title main event on pay per view. For anyone for that, that
0: for anyone that is not a fan of Orange Cassidy, I recommend you watch Orange Cassidy Pac from Revolution twenty twenty. Yeah, watch that match in Chicago from Chicago, dude. That match. Was incredible! Incredible! Yeah. They had the audience in the palm of their hands, and it wasn't. Yes, there was a little comedy in there, but no, it's a match. They were going at it. I and that that match actually made our list too of of last year when it comes to top ten matches of the year that that made our list because that match was incredible.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was super fun. It was that was like Orange Cassidy's coming out party because nobody's seen him really wrestle before that. And when they announced that match, everybody's like, oh, what the hell? Well, he he actually wrestles in matches. that it going to actually happen? And I've seen, like, uh, glimpses of Orange Cassidy on the indie, So, like, obviously, I knew, like, he's a right. really good professional wrestler. But I know a lot of people didn't. And then when he just came out, um, all guns a-blazing. And, of course, working with Pac, you know, that's just uh, a great match. Uh, you know, great clash of styles right there yeah it was like it was like a show stealer and i think i was like if if i can remember correctly i don't know how i remember all this stuff but like i think that was the co-main event like before Moxie yeah and, it was the um,
0: co-main event yeah bro so
1: like like usually the co-main event i mean i don't know it depends on what show but right. like sometimes they, they throw something in there but like if you have really great matches all night long which they did on that revolution show mm-hmm. they have a big time main event usually the co-main event's like something to like a little breather before, right. like you're about ready to like strap right. in on another like ride for the main event. But this, it was like no way.
0: When it, was, to, uh, when it got when it got because I was there. When it got to Jericho and Moxley, the crowd was a little bit uh, huffing and puffing. Like they weren't <laughs> they weren't loud, but they weren't as loud for uh, compared to Cassidy and Pac.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's that's crazy. Yeah, and Orange Cassidy basically, basically said, "Hey, Jericho, Mox, follow that." Boys. <laughs> <That's> pretty- <laughs> Who would have ever thought?
0: So, so what? what's your thoughts on just Omega being the belt collector right now? And I guess the handling of the championships.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, I try not to be biased because I'm a huge Kenny Omega mark, dude. I always have been, always right. will be. I'll always defend the shit out of him when, you know, these idiots online are like saying all this crap about him and, and things like that. Um, you know, the Nakazawa holding the belt stuff didn't really bother me. I know Bully Ray, too, because it was funny. When you said that, so I was like, am I talking to Mario or, or Bully Ray? <laughs> he went on Twitter. He, well, he was bitching him all night about that. Well, on well see, I didn't
0: do that. I didn't even, I didn't even do a post <laughs> on that on Instagram because it's something yeah, yeah. that it, – I want to even say that it bothers me. It just kind of annoys me a little bit because then I look at it. If, if I'm an impact talent, right, and I'm watching yeah. – Kenny Omega, which he's representing our brand because he's there, he's our company's world champion, and you have Nakazawa. No disrespect to Nakazawa, but the dude's a clown. He's portrayed as a clown on AEW. He's yeah. he's holding our titles, and if it, Omega just because like yeah whatever like if you're supposed if you're being the belt collector if you're playing to this role, be it. Like, like Ultimo Dragon when he was, um, holding all the titles. He used to
2: come out with his arms to
0: the side. (laughs) You know, like, I know people have mixed feelings on Austin Aries, but when Austin Aries was a belt collector, he was holding all the championships. Like, that's when I want to see Kenny Omega do it. And if you want to hand out the titles to Don Callis or Nakazawa when you're cutting a promo, that's fucking clean. I'm cool with that. But like, if you're holding the championships, like, represent it. Like, hold the championships. That's my only, and like I said... I'm not mad at Kenny I'm just kind of annoyed by it because I no. look at it like in from an impacts point of view like bro what are you doing
1: you're talking about like outside of kayfabe world, right, right? like in real life right right yeah, right, right, right. yeah no I'm mean, I, I get it totally um you know on storyline like on screen as like you know kayfabe, like it makes sense because he's like that bastard heel you know that he's just like and I'm not even saying like he like he does care about the championships. Like you know, it's not like some heel that doesn't care about winning championships and just like threw it on, knock because he doesn't care. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. It, it didn't really bother me. I, but I could see I see what you're where you're coming from. And obviously, like I said, uh, Bubba Ray Dudley said the same thing, and um you know, a lot of other people just have mixed reactions from the belt <laughs> collector itself. But I I think it's cool. Listen. Honestly, it's going to be really interesting uh, months down the line and for the rest of this year to see what happens because obviously Kenny's not losing the AEW championship until he loses the Impact one. Right. right? right and like whoever right. he loses like the Impact championship to, that's going to be a big freaking year for that guy. And you know what? If I'm um, Impact, I am grooming somebody like um, a Chris Bay or an Ace Austin or um, a Trey Miguel. Uh, You might, everybody may say, Oh wow. Those guys already. We'll start the grooming process for them right now because those three guys, I always say I could take three guys from impact wrestling right now. It would be one of, or all of them, obviously, those guys are hella talented. Man. Yes. So, and that right there could be the future of your company. And I could see all those guys holding world title gold. So it would be a huge deal for one of those guys to end up beating Kenny Omega. And they're instantly made.
0: They're mm-hmm. instantly made right there. Yep, I agree. You know? I agree 110%. Uh, you know, look at the work Trey Miguel's doing now. Uh, Chris Bay is a guy, to me, he's underrated. Uh, I don't think they give Chris Bay enough credit. Um mm-hmm and a sauce and a. Saulson, big fan of Ace sauce and his work ethic reminds me a lot of AJ styles. Um, yeah, yeah th- those three, those three guys are the future.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, that's what I'm saying. So like w- it, whether people are down about the belt collector thing now, it's going to get really interesting, you know, mm-hmm. months and months down the line, you know, right now he just won the impact World title, you know, right. so it's kind of just like, you know, it's all fresh and new and, you know, people can have their opinions, but you know, once we see Kenny Omega defend that more on impact pay-per-views, maybe against a guy like Sammy Callahan, you know, I mean, that's why I like the belt collector thing is because like, we could see these, these cool matches and, you know, impact stuff like that. But I get like, you know, why where some people are coming from that. It's not the Omega that they thought they were going to get New Japan one. And honestly, I love Don Callis. I love the pairing. Don't get me wrong. It makes a ton of sense. They have the history there, but I loved when Kenny Omega cut his promos by himself in new Japan. Right. Like, like I just don't feel like he needs Don Callis to cut promos for him. If he just wants him to be there to like cheat and 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 help him like you know win matches and stuff like that, that's fine. But uh, even though Don Callis is great on the microphone, Kenny Omega could definitely hold his own.
0: Yeah, Don Callis. I think he. I think my only critique on Don Callis is I wish he kind of toned it down a little bit, just a little yeah. bit. Little he just it's needs to tone it down a little of bit. Don Callis. Right. And I just want to make it clear too. I'm not saying I hate Omega being the Buck Collector. I love the idea. I'm just. I'm just kind of annoyed with what I saw this past, uh, past week on Wednesday. Like, I'm enjoying him being on Impact. I'm yeah. enjoying him doing run, run-ins with the Good Brothers and being the shit out of people. I'm enjoying all that. I just hate... And it's funny, because, like, even on Impact this week, I don't know if you got to see it on Impact, but, like, when they were showing a shot of them, when they were talking backstage... They didn't even focus on the impact world title. They were focusing on the AEW world title. So I'm, I'm like, like, why would you do that? So like that's a a kind of a congratulations on impact, because it's like you're not helping either. And this was shot way before this past week's dynamite. Listen,
1: impact, don't you know, I don't want to be shitting on impact here because impact has been great, okay?
0: It's not um, it's not ring of honor levels.
1: <laughs> it's not ring of no 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 no. no. It's way it's 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 way above that. Um even though I don't even I don't even know how to classify myself. It's not like I'm not a fan of Impact. I just don't watch it as in, as intently as I do other you know stuff like um, you know NXT AEW and stuff like that. It's just you know too much wrestling during the week. And right. A lot of their product is just to me is like man like some of the stuff is good, but others I could do without. Anyways, point being is that I just feel like they are going to if they aren't already. Drop the ball on this whole entire partnership with AEW. Meaning, you know, and I don't even know if this was kayfabe, but a couple weeks ago, Tony Khan said that he pays to have advertisements on impact shows. Right. And was that like a work
0: or a shoot when he said that? Was he like just playing into it? I don't know. Or was he being real?
1: Yeah, I don't know. But if that's the case, I mean, I just don't even know why there isn't any Impact promotion, not even for the freaking pay-per-view, the Rebellion show where Kenny Omega was going, put an AEW world title on the line. There was, okay, there was a commercial during one of the picture and pictures during a Dynamite. (laughs) Who gives a shit about that? People probably go to take a pistol, go get a snack. They missed that anyways. Put it on the actual show. Come out, cut a promo about that. I just feel like Impact is doing that because ultimately, what's the end game here? Kenny Omega is doing all this work for the company, right? And just say he drops the belt to, to one of the three guys I just mentioned. And then K Omega goes away. Like, does the like when does the partnership like does the partnership keep going with AEW? Like, what's the end game here for Impact Wrestling? Because right. AEW obviously doesn't need this partnership. No. <laughs> They're doing great, man. They have the money. They got Twenty Con. They got these great stars. They're on TNT. But what's Impact's end game here? I'm a little worried, I, I, and I just feel like. It's going to be impact being impact once again, and I hope not. But
0: we'll 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 bring this back about this forbidden door alliance in a little bit. But let's t- okay. let's put a pause on this and let's talk about blood and guts, the actual match. Listen, I thought overall the whole show was great. I thought it was one of their best dynamites overall. I thought the blood and guts match was a great match. I enjoyed the match. The finish. Listen. Congratulations, you played yourself. And it's not, and listen, for all, because listen, this past week, it's the same after Revolution. AEW fans, as much as people try to crap on the WWE diehards, the AEW fanatics that only, the the defenders of AEW, you guys are so fucking sensitive. Because somebody has a critique about one thing. You guys just lose this shit. Oh, would you expect to him to fall on actual cement? Oh, nobody. Listen, nobody's saying Jericho needed to kill himself. Nobody's saying that Jericho needs to to take a hard bump. Listen, what he landed on was great. It was fine. But the way they shot it was a miss. They should have never shot it like that.
2: Not so close.
0: Right. They should have done a wide shot from the crowd's point of view. That would have done its job. It's the yep. way that the critique, the critique is on the shot, not on the match, not on the overall show. The show was great. I enjoyed the show. This is it. Is it um, AEW Revolution ending bad? No, but it's kind of there. It's like right underneath there, right? Yep. Because um, listen, I remember going back to revolution when we did the ig live you was you wanted to like snort like a line of coke that's how depressed you were ryan (laughs) that's how depressed ryan was i was kind of like listen man the finish sucked but i thought the match was incredible i thought the, the show was very good to almost great like i didn't let that one little thing like ruin my experience of watching the show now granted did they get a congratulations absolutely did they get criticism absolutely just like they deserve to get criticism here the match was great. Do I think it was better than the war games matches we got in NXT? No, I don't think it was better. But I thought the match was great. I think all 10 guys bust their ass. There was a couple spots there that they, you know, whatever, they they botch or they got fucked up. That still didn't take nothing away from the match. I enjoy and I enjoy the match. The right team went over. MJF continues to solidify himself as the most hated hated man in AEW. That bloodshot needs to be a shirt. Soon, just like they did I with, I think Brick. it is.
1: It yeah, is, it's, it's already short. Sure? shirt, yeah. I'll, I'll pull it up. Um, I'll pull it up right now. You know now. what? Leo's yeah. about to
0: pull it up and he'll put it on screen if he can find it. Okay, yeah, um, yeah. go to
1: MJF's uh, MJF's Twitter. Well, oh, actually, you don't have Twitter. Um,
0: I <laughs> oh, got it, I got it. I know how to use this <laughs> as you as, <laughs> as he's typing MJS and not MJS. No, because I'm here <laughs> and here at the same time. <laughs> Fuck You both. up. Uh, <laughs>
2: but um, that is a cool drawing, though. But hold on, i sorry, but
0: uh. <laughs> Listen, Looking. it was great. The match was great. The right team went over, Looking. but it uh, the finish was questionable, and the way they shot it was not, um, uh, not a fan of it. But Ryan, take it away. And there's the shirt.
1: Yeah, dude. This, I mean, great match, like you said. But I don't know. Like this is why I felt so down after the Revolution match. It's just because, yeah, you know, some people it doesn't they don't let the finish take away from how good the match is like yourself but for me the the last thing that i'm going to remember or see on the show always has an effect on that match or moment and this is the same thing as revolution and it's not as bad no mm-hmm. but man i'm just like sitting here like yeah the match was great but is this going to be like a memorable thing because like everybody is just going to remember this This fall from grace that Jericho just took.
0: He landed landed uh, on pillows.
1: Yeah, onto a mattress from, like, Mattress Firm. (laughs) Uh, And it just looked so fake, so corny, so hokey. Uh, You know, it didn't really look like, like you said, it didn't really look like MJF pushed him from that high up because of the way they shot it, too. I think they did come out with, like, a wider camera angle. But that should have been
0: the shot on live television. That should have been the shot.
1: On Lucha Outsider's Twitter, I retweeted it because somebody posted it. And I was, like, looking at it. I, I must have watched it, like, 20 times. I'm like, this looks badass. Like, why wasn't this?
0: For the people that it, were in, the, in their live, in the crowd, they enjoyed it because they got that shot, right? They were like, yeah. oh, my God, right? But yeah. for the viewer that's watching it on TV, you're like, what? I... And and also too, yeah. I mean,
1: dude, shout out to the peckerheads that all I've been seeing online all week long. And I even had to I had to come out like. So I, I originally tweeted something about the Lucha Outsider on the Lucha Outsider's Twitter about um, you know the, the finish, and then I had to like reach like. Um, what was it like when you repost your own tweet or something like that? You quote yourself, whatever. I had to literally like address that I wasn't shitting all over the fact that Jericho landed on a crash pad. Obviously, I know the guy's fifty years old. I know uh, he's not gonna. You should be happy, the happy that they're still
0: tree. wrestling during According the end of the pandemic. And, oh, and what you actually 17. think? You wanted Jericho to land on like metal and stuff.
1: My favorite was some was some moron goes. I'd like to see Chris Jericho walking next week. I mean, dude, really? Like, I'm not. I'm not saying I don't want him to be walking next week. For Christ's sake, I just would like to see a crash pad made a little bit better, okay? Because we've seen the crash pads in AEW made really good, okay? Reference the stadium stampede match. Yes, I know that fall that one winged angel from uh, Omega onto Sandy Guevara was from a very high distance. So no matter what, that would have looked, you know, really bad. Regardless, right? But that tr- crash pad was was pretty well, you know, built. How about the Matt Hardy, Sammy Guevara one when he fell after that Matt Hardy shenanigans were getting the concussion or whatever? That was built way better. This was just a shitty thing. And also, too, I don't like the fact that, like, we looked at that all night long. Like, that was a part of the entrance way all, right. all night long. So it was obvious that that was some uh, some sort of crash pad. And you could see when they were going up there or whatever, it was just obvious what was about to happen, you know? Um, I also don't like... And this is controversial too, and you know I understand it plays into the story. I don't even like how the finish, the the, the surrender was because like they just surrendered just because they were worried right. the jerk was going right. to fall off the cage. I thought that was lame, man. I, I get it.
0: It was there too were, much of a cop Jericho. out. It was, and especially your first gl- blood and guts, your first blood and guts match. I think I wanted more of a solidified win instead of like they yeah. surrender. I didn't like. I wasn't a fan of that either. Like I said, the right team went over. MJF continues to rise his stock, but it's just—I I found the finish very odd, and lame. that's not—that's not, yeah, that's not including lame. the the terrible fall that on mattresses. And also, you know what? I'm not yeah, a fan the of the way
2: they shot it. Is stupid. I'm sorry. Also,
0: I'm not a fan of, and I get it because they're on TNT. I wish this match would have happened on pay per view. The commercials kind of took me away from the match a little bit. Don't oh, get me don't wrong. Be that
1: guy, don't be that guy, Mario. Because I, I was literally going to shoot on all the pecker heads that are complaining about the commercials next.
0: Like, like, like I said. Did I still enjoy the match? Yes. But I wish this match would have taken... A match like this needs to be on pay-per-view, not on TV. Yeah, yeah. I do not disagree. Because watching it, you know, it's like, oh, man. So then, look, me, like a schmuck... I'm watching it so close to the TV that little that <laughs> yeah, square, the picture, the picture. so I won't be distracted by the commercials. Because it's uh, and it's just um, it just kind of sucks, dude. Are it kind of like, sucks. Like
2: covering your eyes so you can kind of just see. Yeah, the like tun- <laughs> like <laughs> I need tunnel
0: vision to watch that square. Um, and and that's like a little small critique. I'm not making this into a big deal, but yeah, no, 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 future no, I'm, refer- mess- I'm just messing with you. Future reference: This match should have happened at a pay per view, not on TV. No.
1: It, it definitely it definitely should have 100%. I get why it didn't, though, because, like, you know, it's not like where NXT could do a war games pay-per-view and, like, the main events are built around the two. Right, right, matches, right, right, right. Like, if you put this on double or nothing, like, I just feel like it just, you really don't have much room for anything else, and it takes away from a lot of the other stuff that was going to go on. Like, it's got to be its own thing if it's going to be on a pay-per-view, such as me.
0: Maybe they and should. also, maybe they also should. Go ahead, Ryan. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead, Ryan.
1: No, I, I was just going to say, like, they never told us that it was going to be commercial free. So a lot of the people and I'm not I'm not this is not a, a shot of you or anything. I just of my other friends and I saw it on Twitter all all night, too, along with how bad the finish was. They're complaining <laughs> about the commercial. It's like they never told you this was going to be commercial free. Right, right. They gave you this on free freaking TV. So honestly, be grateful for that. And number three. They gave you picture in picture. So yes, you might have had to use a magnifying glass up close to the television screen. But you could still see what was going on. So to complain and bitch and moan about this man, oh
2: you know, I had to watch the commercials.
1: Oh my god, like like dude, you could literally watch it. Yes, I know it was small, but like be
0: grateful <laughs> they still gave you the freaking match, okay? I know it was small. You, um another thing I wanted to uh, and... Cause you said it should be its own thing. You know, with the cause I still feel like the the night was still a success. Even with the terrible ending. I was, was yeah. I, I thought that I thought the show was overall a really good show. Maybe they should really consider Blood and Guts being its own pay-per-view where everything gets thrown out a window and all these matches have like stipulation where it's like no DQ or maybe like a submission match or maybe this. And then the main event is actually the Blood and Guts match. Cause based on the card we got. That could have been a pay-per-view, in my opinion. Uh, And plus, you can have all the matches happen inside that
2: structure and not just have people sit there and look at the the Titan Tron.
0: So, the reason why... So, and another thing, there's some controversy around Wednesday was that the matches were taped. The first couple matches that we got were taped, and then the actual Blood and Guts match was live in the crowd. And I feel like Tony Khan did say that in an interview. Yes. So, I don't know why people were, like, upset and, like... Like I wanna know if anybody actually got like their money refunded. Like I wanna five know. People. Only five people? Oh, five those, oh hold on, wait. For those five people, you know what you get. <laughs> Congratulations, you played yourself. I'm sorry what you whatever you paid, it, you got your money's worth. Even with the terrible ending, I feel like you got your money's worth. Cause that that yeah. that match alone is is a ticket. Like I'm sorry. I don't care. And you got to see the matches on the screen. Who cares? And I, and like I said, people are crapping on Tony. Like, there's some peckerhead online that wrote, like, this big blog on why, oh, you know, Tony Khan, like, jook, you know, like, uh, give solos so on false advertisement. No, I feel like he said this already prior that <laughs> yes. it was only going to be a one match for the live audience. Listen,
1: Okay, like, this is where, like, you know, you, like, I am die diehard AEW guy, like, since the beginning, big supporter, and I find myself, uh, you know, defending them more times than not. But I am not this, that same, in that same class of people who just, uh, you know, like, defend every single thing about the company. Like, I could say when things are bad, but it, if you're going to crap on the company, it needs to be a fair criticism. right. And this is just not fair. I saw so many people saying, Tony dropped the ball. Tony did this. Tony did that. Tony Khan offered you a goddamn refund, something Vince McMahon would never do, okay? he You're 100% right, Mario. He said it weeks ago. I... Did not go to the show. How did I know that the, all the matches were going to be taped? Right. And it was going to be a one match show, and me the, there was this little Jimmy going to the show had no freaking clue. How is that even possible? That's on you for not paying attention then, because Tony Khan said multiple times that that was going to happen. So to, oh, I can't imagine anybody walking into the Daily's place shocked that they're getting a one match show. I can't even imagine because he said it over and over for
0: weeks. Five people. I had the balls to get a refund. I want to. I want to know how these five people look like.
2: Like I really was.
0: I like these. For anybody that's listening to the show or watching us on Facebook Live, if you know the people that these, any of these five individuals that that got the refund, we need to like. I don't know. Like, put them on blast. Like, this is the jerk off that got a refund. Like, what the fuck?
1: Five people. Five. Dude, I know. I, I would love like literally like this is this is this is a live photo of, of of one of the guys that got a refund. I'm just kidding. It's totally not. But I just googled him. I don't even know if it's gonna.
0: Oh my god, he looks like he looks like a rapist.
1: <laughs> <laughs> His hair's all over the place. He's got a beard that could you know. Oh All the way down, he my... looks like he hasn't showered in weeks. That's oh the my... type of guy that I could see going up to the uh, the stand and being like,
2: I want a refund, man. I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm going back to watching the WWE, bro. They would never do this to me.
1: Yeah, Vince would never offer you a refund in in any capacity whatsoever. At least Tony Khan made it right for those people. He could have easily said, No, this is your fault. Like even Tony's not that type of guy, but I, you know, if I was in charge, I would have said, listen, dude, like this is on you. I've said this multiple times. This right. is not my fault. This is on you. Right. But no, he didn't say it. He did right by those people who were upset and gave which them is, refunds. Which is only five
0: people. Five people. That's I, right.
1: Only five people. I hope those I hope I hope that money that they got refunded is going to something. Incredible. I, I I really hope it's worth. it. You I know what? You know what? The fifty dollar, thirty dollar, twenty dollar. Because I think they're only running these shows at Daily's place for really cheap value. Yes. Like like forty bucks or something like that. Like you can get a combo ticket for like two Dynamites in a row, like twenty bucks each, forty bucks. Right. So how much? Like really? Like you need that forty bucks back because they're that gonna that, that
0: same forty or fifty bucks that they're getting back. They're gonna use that money and go right on Pro Wrestling Tees and buy merch.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, dude, I would, I would have killed. Uh, you, you said this for a revolution. I would have killed to be at oh. this show live to see blood and guts because we were supposed to see it in New Jersey last right. year.
0: Listen, I'm telling oh, you. So it,
1: for these idiots that did get to see it, shame on them for, for even going
0: to get with the with the with the botch pyro explosive shit that we got at Revolution, I still would have killed to have been live at that audience and watching yeah. that pay per view. Like I, I, I thought they... I don't know. Maybe I'm just different in, in that sense where. Like, yes, I will call out when something looks terrible and it gets fucked up. But I don't let that ruin the whole overall experience of it. I still think Revolution was a great pay-per-view.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, and and the show itself here, Blood and Guts, was really yeah. good too. I thought Cody and QT was a lot better than I thought. I, I thought the um, tag match was really yeah. great. Um, the opening tag with the Elite was like whatever. Right. Um, forgot what else we got. And I think that was all we got on that show and then the Blood and Guts. But,
0: you know, I thought it was really good. Yeah. I'm telling you, I would have had no problem being in that car just to watch Blood and Guts, the actual Blood and Guts match. That's it. I would, yeah. have, been, I would have been totally fine with it. All Me right. Um, uh, a couple more things on AEW. Two quick things on AEW. Darby Allen with that fucking bump down the stairs, bro.
1: Dude, is this guy like trying to like literally kill himself? Or? Bro,
0: I watched that, and I was cringing every little bump he took down the stairs. And who was it that threw him down, Ethan or Scorpio? It was easy, right?
1: Page. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh my God. Fuck, man. Uh God, I'm happy. to stop. I know. I'm happy Sting wasn't on the show. I'm happy that Sting was Oh, yeah. Um uh, no
1: Tony Schiavone interview with Sting this week. Yeah,
0: wow. I was happy with that. But man, Darby with these bumps, bro. You know what I originally thought? I thought they were gonna throw him off the scaffold. Like with that area, oh, I thought that I thought there was gonna be like the, the mattress pads that Jericho landed. <laughs> I thought there was gonna be like a humongous one, and they were gonna throw Darby off of there. I swear to oh. God. They were gonna throw Darby. He was gonna land that, and then the other shot would be like kind of a pre-tape, him just laying on cement. That's what I thought was gonna happen. I swear to God.
1: I mean, dude, I understand why Darby had he he made a name for himself by taking these crazy bumps in, in companies like Evolve and stuff before AEW. I know the guy's fearless. Yeah, I get that. He doesn't fear anything. He was willing to do anything. He does not need to do some of these things anymore. Bro, he is a he's a he's a he's a star right. in AEW. He's so over. He doesn't need to take these bumps. I mean, God, like. He's going. I don't want him to go down the same path as Jeff Hardy, which like luckily, <laughs> thank God, Jeff Hardy's still going at the at the pace that he's going at and he's doing crazy shit. And also so Darby like,
0: he, Darby Allen is anti-drugs. I think he's a straight edge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I
1: think he is too. So like he just doesn't need to like do these things. He, at this young age, like, come on. I want to see him around for the next 10, 20 years, whatever it is.
0: They also announced this week on AEW that Miro will be challenging Darby Allen for the TNT championship. And if Darby doesn't show up for the match. Um, We're going to get a new TNT champion. Uh, I've been enjoying Darby's run because he's been main eventing a lot of Dynamites, but I don't see there's no way where Miro could take this L man, unless they do like maybe Darby doesn't show up. And then we have like two TNT championships uh, where we get like a unification somewhere down the line. Uh, Maybe they could kind of get out of it by doing something like that. But um, I think we're gonna see a new champion, bro, and Miro.
1: Yeah, totally. And I, I this is just this is another thing, though. Like, I, I wouldn't have booked it this way. I think it's very random that Miro is just gonna get um, Darby Allen. The the two aren't even feuding whatsoever. And I I was actually I kind of thought that that's where it was gonna be heading. Um, at Double or Nothing was Darby and and Miro, right? right? Like, I think that would be a good feud, and um, you know, it's a it's gonna be a great match. I'm looking forward to the match. But I don't think it should have. They should pull the belt off a Darby like this so randomly. I don't think it uh, should be on a regular dynamite. I think you should save that for a pay per view because a pay per view quality match. And I just feel like Darby's involved in a different feud to take the belt off of him randomly to give it to Miro. Like it just to me that makes no sense. But I can't see Miro losing either. There's no way he can. And I just I don't understand. You know, take the belt off Darby and he's still gonna feud with Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky. Like, what's the end game there? Like, what do Where does Darby go there? Like. I I don't know, man. It's all weird to me that this match is happening next week. I'm really looking forward to it. Like I said, I think those two are going to work magic in the ring, but mm-hmm. not not how I would book it. Not this soon, but I guess it's like what else are you can do with Nero, with, you know, for the time being. I don't know. But Pro- but then but then why are why is Ethan Page Scorpio Sky right. even feuding with Darby Allin Then you know if, right. if you were just going to go with the Miro thing. So I, I don't I don't get it.
0: If I had to fantasy book this. Uh, real quick, and and I'm fantasy booking in on a, what we've been getting on TV. We're probably gonna get a, like another warehouse match between uh Sting and Darby against Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky, which I'm sure that it's gonna to be shot that. and look phenomenal. But Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky are gonna catch an L. <laughs>
1: right. So what's the so what's the point? Like, right. What's the end game? Can like, right? I mean, can this end with like Darby Allen like taking out Sting or some way? <laughs> like, so they aren't buddy buddy and right up each other's ass every single week? Yeah. I, I'm tired of seeing. It. I feel like. I don't even want to say like Sting's holding Darby down because obviously he's not. That's like that's stupid to even say because Darby's killing it in main eventing shows. But I just feel like <laughs> like it was cool to see them together on screen. But like, uh, and they could always have that sort of connection. But, but like, we don't
0: have to see it every week.
1: Right. Like, can Sting do his own thing? Can he not be up Darby's butt and, and vice versa? Like, I just feel like they could do like their yeah. own thing away from each other. Like, I don't know. That's just me. But at Double or Nothing, if that's going to be the, the case, another tag team match. I have no interest in seeing it. No, I, another street fight shot like that. It was great at Revolution. I you just don't don't do the same thing. Like, I just don't want to see it. You know, and that's not what I wanted Ethan Page to do when he came over to AEW, was being in another tag team with another
0: guy. You know? With with a, with a guy that came from a tag team. We still don't know why he's not even part <laughs> of that tag team anymore in that group in that, in SEU, yeah. which makes no sense. But anyways, yeah. um, something I think we're all excited about uh, about this AEW Dynamite coming up is. Forbidden Door, John Moxley defending the IWGP United States Championship against Nagata. Dude, I'm excited for this because you see the fucking New Japan logo. They've been promoting with the New Japan logo. You know it's gonna be on New Japan World after this match. Uh I'm excited for this. So the continuous relationship between New Japan, AEW, and obviously Impact.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude. That promo video that they put up about Yuji Nagata and his great. And stuff like that.
0: Moxie being mad stuff. for no reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Dude, I freaking love how they did this because obviously there's people out there who aren't familiar with Yuji Nagata mm-hmm. and um, you know, don't know how big of a legend he is and why this match is a big deal. And it's like a match that I never thought we would we would see, you know. Um and whoever thought that Yuji Nagata would be like one of the first few guys from a New Japan to appear right. on an AEW dynamite, right. definitely not me. me um, either. so It was just really cool to see. And I just feel like this match is going to be so stiff, so hard-hitting. And um, I actually didn't watch uh, New Japan Strong this past week, but I know they – There was was a tag match. uh, Dickinson. Yeah, a tag match with Dickinson, right, and Mm -hmm. and somebody else. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, so, um, dude, I'm just insanely hyped to see what happens next week. Obviously, Mox ain't chopping that belt, but um, it's going to be cool, man. It's going to be cool.
0: Also, Tony going has been calling another Nagata match. And the last time he called the match yeah, on TNT was back in WCW Day. So I think that's pretty cool, too. That is very, very cool, yeah. All right, more on, but on on the Forbidden Door Alliance. Impact Impact resigned Jordan Grace. She's gonna stay with Impact. I think this is a smart move. I like Jordan Grace being uh, continuing being part of Impact. I think people forget that Jordan Grace is very young still, so she has time in her career to end up um, in WWE or AEW, whatever path he chooses. But you know, she's probably gonna spend another maybe two three years in, in Impact, and I think that's cool, man. I think that's great for their women's division. That's already stacked as it is.
1: Yeah, great for her, and, but more importantly, it's great for Impact because mm-hmm. uh, she's a, she's a star. I am a huge fan of Jordan Grace. Um, you know, she was Knockout Champion. She's Women's Tag Champ now. Which you called?
0: Which you called? Which I was surprised they took yeah. the titles yeah. off of um, Fire. Uh, I was gonna say Fire and Desire. Um, fire and Desire. Um, uh, Tasha Steeles and Kara Hogan. I'm surprised they dropped the tag titles, but you know the feud is still continuing. So I'm I'm interested to see that. But yeah, Jordan Grace is staying with Impact, dude yeah
1: yeah like i said it's like you said it's a good move it's it makes sense right now their women's division uh you know just is one of the best in wrestling right now and obviously jordan grace loves being there so good for her yeah for another i think it was multi-year deal so whatever that is the two years whatever the case may be Mm -hmm. um you know like you said she's still young she can still have a great career elsewhere which i know a lot of people probably go she needs to go elsewhere and i'm like one of those people too that's like you Know after seeing somebody in one place for right. quite some time, I, I want to see them branch but off. She's That's young, dude. She's very she's young. young, still. yeah. She's young. She's got time. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, good stuff.
0: Good All right, stuff. three more names I want to mention because uh, they've been making appearances on Impact. Um, I'm gonna read them off and you can start with whoever you want to start. Uh, Taylor Wild made her return. I'm a big Taylor Wild guy back from the uh, you know, the in her early days in TNA, uh, former knockout champion, former tag team uh, knockout champion. Uh, our boy ELP made his presence known this past week with oh, yeah. the Forbidden Door Alliance. And <laughs> Kaz XL, he's, uh, he's on impact now. Um, I forget his name. I think it's like W... <laughs> w Morrissey? Yeah, w Morrissey,
1: because his name... Fun fact, his name is so his name is William Morrissey. And um he he graduated from uh NYU college. Oh okay. And he played he he played basketball. Um and my cousin uh played basketball for NYU too. So at one time they played together and um he, you know, he said they weren't like they didn't know each other that well, but like they knew of each other, and he knew the name and he knew. That I liked wrestling. He knew that he. Well, this was when he was in WWE. Right. Um. He knew he's like, oh yeah, you you know uh, some guy named William Morrissey. He's in the WWE, and I, I was like, I that that name doesn't sound familiar, but you know he's obviously fucking his real You're name. Like, I looked what? it up.
0: You're like, what is he? Is he part of NXT UK? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. And uh, yeah, and it turned out to be big cast. I was like, oh my god, dude, dude, this guy's huge on on WWE. You know, so right. it was a little fun fact. So that's how I know his name's William Morrissey. But um, listen, listen. I'm glad he's healthy. I'm glad he's not having seizures and drugged up and trying to kill Joey Janela. But, um, <laughs> I don't give a rat's ass about yeah. William Morrissey as XL.
0: Yeah. Listen, um, kind of with, you know, it's a fun fact. I was actually at that show where he had the seizure in Philly. It was a house hardcore. Oh show. yes. I was, yeah. I was there, um, a couple feet away. He was such in bad shape. Uh, Sam and I were there. Shout out to Sam. Uh, I'm, I'm also, I'm glad that he's healthy. Um, yeah, no, he, totally. He, he's dating a DDP's daughter, so I'm sure that um is right. Yeah, man. Somebody told me that. I was like, good for Damn. him, man. Good for him. Yeah, <laughs> <Damn. laughs> <laughs> Ryan's like, hey, I'm was am <laughs> the one that the one that's on AEW? Yeah, sometimes. man, doing the interviews. Yep. Oh shit. Good so uh him, I'm sure that she played a part on you know uh, the the recovery, the 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 rebound, the rebound. Uh, for for as yeah, XL yeah. also sports uh, system. Yeah. Um. You know he looks great. I'll tell you what, he's in better shape now than he was compared back when he oh, yeah. was WWE. I mean, he has oh, a great yeah. look. He's not terrible in the ring, but I just I was never, I was really never behind the whole Enzo and Cass train, man. Don't get me wrong, they were entertaining on TV. Um, they are talented to their own uh aspects, you know. But I was just never really hype. Hi- I wasn't part of that hype train when it came to Enzo and Cass, and. I hope he's happy, but I really don't care about him being in an impact. Like, it, let's put it this yeah. way if this was like a short term deal and he's gone like in a month from now, I honestly wouldn't care. Like, it, you know, don't get me wrong. No, me I do. Well, like, I mean,
1: I, d- I will because I don't want him to go anywhere where I actually like watch their weekly product. Right, right, you know? right.
0: I, I mean, I wish him all the success in the world, but I, I really just don't care about KazXL.
1: You know, he does fit in the violent by design though. He looks good in there and that's, that was a good replacement for Eric young because he was like a guy who looks like he can kill you with his bare hands. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, man, he just doesn't do much for me. Never did. Uh, even when Enzo and cash were like a big thing, this is before Enzo like came out and was like a jerk and and everything like that. I was like more of an Enzo guy because he was just more entertaining on screen than big Cash was. Um, so yeah, I don't care, but Hey, it's good for him. I guess good for impact. And, um, yeah, well, well, I don't know if he signed a deal or what, what, what the deal is with him. He's trying to, like, rejuvenate his, his career and get back to, you know, a top company, I guess. Maybe it's a WWE. Who knows? Right. Um, but, yeah, good for him. Like I said, m- continued success and and great health is what we wish for with everybody. No matter if you like the guy on screen or not. Absolutely. You don't want to wish anything bad uh, on guys like that.
0: What's your thoughts on Taylor Wilde making her return to wrestling?
1: I mean, it's cool. Um, back in the day, you know, yeah, when, like, TNA was, like, at it's really prime like it's good years she was really good um i just don't really know why 10 years later she decided to get back in the ring she she looks phenomenal don't get me wrong but she mm-hmm. looks like she hasn't stepped, uh, missed a beat i just feel like you know she's coming back to win the knockouts title like i just feel like they already have enough women right and they're you know and all these women are young and they're up and coming and they're coming from the indies and all that it's kind of like 10 years later you, you like what do you what are we doing like like what's right. the end game here if she wants to just come back to have a couple of these dream matches i'm cool with that I don't need to see her win the Knockouts title necessarily, you know. Um, so to me, that wasn't wasn't really a big deal. I don't. I'm not like one of those people like hates it or whatever. Right. I don't think anybody really does. I just don't really like. Doesn't really do much for me. I, I know personally. she took.
0: I know she retired from wrestling going back ten years ago. Whatever. I think. Uh, one. I think she became a mom. And two. I think she was even like a firefighter for a couple of years. So. uh she, oh, okay. She was doing I guess other stuff, and then I don't know. Baby Richards, route, huh? I think sometimes you kind of just get that that bug sometimes where you kind of just want to return. You need to get that itch. So, I mean, kind of where you, if she's help, de- helping develop other talent, younger talent, and she's there, you know, for a good cause, I'm cool with it. But I don't want to see her, like, run rough shot through, like, yeah, these right. women. Like
1: she, I don't want her to be in Deanna Peraza's position right now where she rules the whole no. division. No, don't get me right. wrong. I, I, I would like
0: to see a great feud between them two. I think they could put on a hell of a match.
1: Oh, yeah, and I'm sure we will get that at some mm-hmm. point. Yeah, I mean, there's some good matches there for Taylor Wilde. Don't get me wrong.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but, yeah, I don't know. It just didn't like – I didn't like mark out over her returning.
0: All right, our boy El Fantasmo. He crossed the Forbidden Door. He went through the Forbidden Door. And now he's an impact. What, what, what are you expecting for ELP in impact?
1: Uh, I'm expecting some really good X-Division high-flying matches, man, Uh, between him and a guy like uh, Chris Bay, Ace Austin, all the guys I mentioned before, Trey Miguel, um, so many of those guys there. Mm-hmm. I really love this. I would love to see an Ultimate X match with yeah. ELP involved. I would love to see him win the X Division title. Yeah, um, I, I'm
0: i'm there with you, bro. I don't want to be that guy, but if he wins the X Division title, takes it back to New Japan, I'll be oh. super pumped on that.
1: He, who's, um, Joshua, who's, Alexander. Oh, Joshua Alexander just wanted. Yeah. Okay. So obviously not now, but, yeah. um, oh man. Yeah. ELP is, is tremendous. Um, Listen, I, I'll. He's he's like one of those guys that it's like whatever he does, it's like must see too because like it's always entertaining. Like he's just such a great. Like he's literally one of the most underrated heels in the business. Yes. Like yes. he is that good at that heel character, and nobody really talks about him. But he's just so good.
0: Unless you're like a diehard New Japan fan, right, like You right. see, you actually know like what he's capable and what he does or whatever, and like the I mainstream. Think- or, right, like, casual fan, like does not know like, who ELP is. who's El Fantasma, does he wear a mask are you talking about like Hijo El Fantasma yeah. like no, no, that's a different guy, we're not talking about him
1: yeah, 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 right, right um, a, Yeah.
0: what I will say about ELP man, and I've been saying, I've, I've told you countless of times, and I've said this on this podcast before, man, if this guy was to bulk up, bro, this guy would be the guy in New Japan, he'll be like in a Jay White Kenny Omega, AJ Styles type status, if he was to bulk yeah. up get, gain a little bit of weight, because I think he's just that good dude
1: Dude, he it, in his New Japan run, he's definitely gonna get a run at heavyweight, and I think it's only a matter of time because he he can't stay in the junior division forever, man. He's no. just too talented. There's way too many great matches on the table for him. He'll do like the I hope he does what Osprey does: bulk the hell up and get up there and yeah. just kill it, man. Because we we've, we've seen him deliver time and time again on the big stage. He can definitely handle it.
0: Well, you mentioned Osprey, and I was gonna leave this for a little bit later, but you know what? The, the, you you brought Osprey, so it was a really easy transition. Dude, go. Osprey Shingo once again gave us a fucking how many star type classic. I compare this match to their first best of the Super Juniors bout. That's how good this yeah. match was. Um, this is yeah. a match that we're going to talk about at the end of the year. Um, I do think this match was better than their New Japan Cup one. Uh, I love this match so oh, much. Yeah, yeah. And Osprey still your IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. And... You know, we got some unfortunate news about New Japan, but uh, let's just focus on this match right now, though. Uh, what you thought of this match?
1: Yeah, Dave Meltzer gave it six stars, man, and, and it's well-deserved. Uh, I mean, Jesus. I mean, like, I sit here and I'm like, what more can I possibly say? It's like, you know that these two are going to put on a goddamn clinic mm-hmm. before they, like, right when the match is announced. Like, you, like everything that they did and the way the match delivered, like, I I can't even sit here and, like, be like, oh shit, it's just like, it's just so natural at this right. point. They just always like, if they Ugh. don't deliver, if they don't hit six stars, like there's a problem. They, they, they are held to like a, that high of a standard. And this is why time and time again, New Japan Pro Wrestling continues to prove why it's the best wrestling product in the world. Like, I don't care what anybody has to say. You know, they, we have the, these US promotions here, obviously, that give us some great quality wrestling and stuff like that. Obviously, everything here in the States is more storyline driven, entertainment based, things like that. Uh, But New Japan is that hard hitting, strong style, pro wrestling, no bullshit, always going to deliver with big matches like this. And it's just like, God damn, I could watch these guys go forever. My only complaint was that I just don't think every single main event for the world title has to be 40 minutes long. I mean, it's not just 44 minutes long. (laughs) While while I enjoyed it, I don't think it has to be 44 minutes freaking long. If we're talking about Tokyo Dome, okay, Tokyo Dome like that. Fine. On wrestling, <laughs> Dantaku. We don't need to see 44 minutes when we just saw Jay White and Tanahashi the night before for at least like 35 minutes. And, and I just don't like. It just doesn't need to be like that. The, but amazing, amazing
0: stuff. The, the, you know what? And this is where I'll, I'll go against you on it because when I think of Shingo and and Osprey, I kind of compare it to Okada and Omega, where they're gonna give us like a long fucking like throwing the Nas from like a car or whatever type of match where it's going to keep going and going and going. Like just look at the sequel. Like I watched this match was so good. I watched this match three times. It's rare that I go back and watch it. Like it's rare that I go back and watch. I watched it live. Then I watched it twice with English commentary with Kevin Kelly. Kevin Kelly went on record. Saying that this is probably one of the best matches yeah, he's ever called. He's
1: ever called. That's
0: huge. And this is, and he wasn't even there live. He was calling yeah, it from. from yeah. He was he was calling it from a, a from a TV screen, and he called every single Omega Okada match. So like, come on. Um, so I don't mind it. Like when it comes to like two competitors like this, I don't mind the match going in long. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, I, per- yeah, yeah. I personally don't mind. I do get what you're saying when it's like, all right, it's not really like a high caliber show, like a like a Dominion or a, or a Tokyo right. Dome show or whatever. So it should be should be kind of condensed a little bit. But like, I personally don't mind long matches. But uh, yeah, dude, these two dudes put on a clinic. Osprey's still, you're a world champion, but yeah. unfortunately. Wrestle Grand Slam both nights, uh, May 15th. And I think the second night was May 29th, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. They've been uh, rescheduled. Um, The first night was going to be at Yokohama uh, Stadium. And the second one, Tokyo Dome. Uh, COVID, man. COVID. Listen, COVID is still a thing, guys. Like, I know people are getting their vaccine. I'm hoping people still wear their mask. But COVID is still a thing around the world. And unfortunately, I think nine, it was reported nine different talents got COVID in New Japan. Um, oh yeah
1: yeah they had a, they had some sort of outbreak there um
0: it, it sucks dude it sucks yeah. but um hopefully they could get past this and you know we could get a wrestle grand slam somewhere down the line
1: that wasn't even wild why, why they like well it, i don't i mean probably had a big part to do with like the talents getting uh you know sick but also too in japan they had like a state of emergency yeah. for, the, for the end of the month so yep. that's why um ma- mainly why those two events obviously are going to get canceled. I feel bad for Kevin Kelly because he's actually in Japan. He, he went to Japan. He's been quarantining oh. and he was getting ready to call these shows. So I don't know what he's doing now. He's going to stick around. Who knows when these um, are going to be rescheduled Yo, for. This because guy's,
0: This guy's going to spend his whole summer in Japan.
1: <laughs> I, I mean, at this point, yeah. I mean, God, I, just, I feel for him terribly. Um, but yeah, main thing is safety. I hope all the talent and Kevin Kelly himself and everybody else uh, safe. And unfortunately, no new Japan for the rest of this year. Uh, not year, month. Sorry. Sorry to scare people. I just almost shocked myself oh, when I said year. I know, man. Um, I was
0: like, wait a minute. They made that an announcement <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, for the rest of this month. And, um, and yeah, we'll see when, when these things get rescheduled, but um, Okada and Osprey at the Tokyo dome, it's going to happen at some point. I'm really, really looking forward to that. And unfortunately the momentum has shifted, but that's life, man.
0: Uh, listen, Ryan, we have to do it. We got to talk about WWE because, you know, the Packerheads are going to be upset if we don't mention some WWE stuff, even though we kind of started with WWE with Daniel Bryan. But if yeah. we don't talk about certain things on WWE, the Packerheads are going to say something down the line. It's like, hey, you guys only talk about AEW in Japan. <laughs>
1: your <laughs> you marks, your AEW yeah. marks. Right.
0: All right. This is something I'm very excited about when it comes to WWE. I didn't think I would ever be excited uh, about this, but yo... What we've been getting on WWE TV, this is probably the only highlight when it comes to Monday Night Raw, and that's RK Bro. Hey, bro. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> I don't wanna... oh. Dude, this is gold. This is, it is in-ring and comedy gold, the pairing of these two. I would have never thought in a million years Randy Orton and and Matt Riddle could have this type of chemistry on camera.
1: Dude, it's Matt Riddle. It looks like he can literally team with anybody and make it work. You know, we saw it with Pete Dunne, the weights. I never thought I would want that. Um, Unfortunately, we never got I'm so mad that we never got like closure on that. Right. The right. Coronavirus, the pandemic, everything. And Pete Dunne went away. Um, But dude, this is just a match made in heaven. It's perfect because what's Randy Orton doing right now? Right. Nothing. Mm-hmm. What's Matt Riddle doing right now? Nothing after losing the U.S. title. So like it just makes sense, and this just goes to show it's more further proof that Vince McMahon is so high on Matt Riddle right. to put him it, it, with Randy Orton. Randy Orton's will high on him too. How
0: high is he on Matt Riddle? And can we say? Oh, I, and can we say Randy Orton is pretty high in Matt Riddle too?
1: I mean, that's that's why it works, bro. Those two <laughs> probably on the side, you know. Um, it's comedy it's so gold. Entertaining.
0: It's comedy gold with the backstage stuff, and then in ring it just kind of works. I'm just waiting for the day where randy finally accepts like in story right he finally accepts like matt riddle fully and we get like the double pose where because like matt riddle kind of does the randy Orton pose like on his knees he kind of does yeah, it already them. yeah so like if i want to see that like visual already like I, I can't wait like i wish when we do get that visual it's like with fans like you know how yeah, yeah. that would be
1: oh my god yeah dude i want i know we got just got new tag champs recently at wrestlemania but Too, I would love to see these guys get around with the tag team titles, bro. I think this would rejuvenate the tag division. It would make people care about the tag team division for for the first time in a long time. Um, Yeah, I'm curious to see where it goes. And man, when he pops up with the scooter backstage,
0: bro, (laughs) it's hilarious. It kills me every.
1: It kills me every. But dude, this past week when Randy Orton was pissed backstage or whatever, and all of a sudden you just see him coming to the shot with the scooter, bro. It kills me every single time. It's so funny. He's
0: like a kid, just like annoying. Like you're either like your yeah. older brother or older cousin or whatever. Just like, hey, Randy. Hey, Randy, bro. Hey, Randy. it's just so hilarious. And Randy just looks at him like annoyed, but I kind of respect you a little bit. Like it's just, it's, it's like the odd couple. That's pretty much what it is.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, 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 when you say it's the best thing on Raw, it absolutely is. It's, it's, it's every week, I just want to see more and more.
0: Right. Right. um, And g- kind of going back to what you said about the, the tag division and, you know, AJ Styles and almost being tag champs. Don't get me wrong. I'm a big AJ Styles fan. Uh, anytime he holds gold, I'm happy. And don't get me wrong. I am happy that he's, you know, the champ that runs the camp is back to an extent. Right. I'm happy because of that. But this is this is not I think anybody that's like a real AJ Styles fan. They know they don't really want to see this for AJ. We don't want to see AJ Styles on a tag team. We want to see him do other stuff. So I don't expect this tag title run to be uh, a long thing. And I think the perfect two guys that you could drop those tag titles to at some point would be Randy Orton and Matt Riddle.
1: Yeah, man. Oh, my God. I'm just thinking about it. Yeah, that would (laughs) be. That'd be a freaking blast, dude. That would just be so awesome. <laughs> Who would have ever thought this guy Matt Riddle from the Independence? Right, we big Matt Riddle guys for right. a long time, watching him on the Indies. Who would have ever thought he'd be teaming with Randy, Randy Orton? Orton Randy
0: know? Orton. Oh, and it uh, works, and it fucking works. That's a- of
1: Oh, yeah, it works. It's unbelievable. It's it's a they they struck gold with this one.
0: All right, well, we're gonna talk about something that's not really striking gold with, and we got a return. Well, not really necessarily a return. We got a vignette. Um, we got a nice. Uh, I guess sexy to an extent vignette of Eva Marie woo great
1: can't wait can't wait baby
0: um, Randy let me get your th- uh, Randy <laughs> Ryan see I'm so happy on Randy Orton and Matt Riddle I don't want to even talk about Eva Marie but we have to Uh, Ryan what, what's your thoughts on this man
1: <laughs> so, I'm so glad they released Mickey James and the Iconics right. and Samoa Joe to re-sign Eva Marie that. Oh my god, dude! Well, a, why? You know? I mean, why? You know? Her first run was a complete failure, disaster, whatever you want to put it. I just like, why would you want to bring her back? Like, uh, dude, I don't know, man. I I don't know. I mean, has she gotten better as a wrestler? I highly doubt it. I highly doubt. While she was gone for all these years, that she was wrestling on the side to try and get better for a WWE return. Um. Dude, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. It looks like she's she's going with like some gimmick that they wanted to give Emma what, the Emma Emma uh Emolution, no, Emma uh, emelina gimmick. Yeah. Remember what they yeah. they tried with that or whatever. It looks like they're trying to do that with Even Marie now. I don't know, man. I, I just I don't know why it's necessary. The right. women's division is so is I'm not gonna say it's so good, but they had some great women's wrestlers there. The whole women's revolution shit. You're gonna bring even Marie back, who is like the de- definition of a WWE diva, right? I don't, I don't understand it.
0: Um, seeing you the vignette, the first thing I thought, like, what is this? A fastlane commercial? Like, that's the first thing that, <laughs> that, that popped into my head. Uh, I, I really hate to be like negative on this, but kind of going with what you said, you you let go Mickey James, which is a first ballot Hall of Famer, and you yep. let go the iconics which you could say like, okay, well, they were like average at best in the rank, but they were comedy and entertaining on TV. Yeah. You know, to, to you know, apparently Eva Marie has been signed for a while now. She just hasn't, you know, made her presence known until this past Monday. And, you, you know, you bring back Eva Marie and even the, the, the vignette and the promo was like still kind of questioned, like, what are you, what are you even talking about? Like, what is this change and this, this and that? And also, you know, she's gotten older, so it's not like she's, Young, young. She's not like Jordan Grace, young or anything like that. Um, Right, right. I don't know what they and who knows. We didn't even know if she's gonna be a wrestler. She might be just managing someone. We we necessarily don't know exactly what she's gonna do. But to be honest with you, I don't care. I don't care. You know, uh, there's not really much I can say about it. uh, I know. It's like, like, what are you gonna say? But but my biggest thing is like you let go Mickey James and the Iconics for 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 even Marie that really did. Absolutely nothing for the WWE. Um, I think her biggest highlight in her career is being part of Total Divas, not, and that's it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like I said, she contributes nothing. Absolutely nothing. If, if they're gonna bring her in to be a manager, okay, that's fine. But I just still don't think it's necessary. You know, right. who's she gonna who's she gonna manage? Right? Like, I just I don't like I don't know. You you, you want when you sign people, you want them to be, to be an asset for your company, right? How is she an asset? You know, and and I hate to like sit here and like shit all over the, the poor woman but she really doesn't contribute anything to pro wrestling it's just you know I don't know I don't know well you know Let's what well you know, a, <laughs> well you
0: know a female that does contribute a lot to pro wrestling and that's Candice LeRae because finally yes. after years and years of being in the WWE she finally holds WWE gold her and Andy Hartwell a Shotzi and Ember Moon for the NXT Tag Championships I'm happy she's a champion but, man, are they playing flip-flop on these titles already. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my, That's the only negative on this, but God damn it. First of all, the, this past week's NXT episode has been their best NXT episode since the end of the whole Wednesday Night Wars era. I think this NXT, yeah. pa- NXT this past week was amazing, but this main event, Jesus Christ, these women busted their fucking asses. I thought the main event was great, and Kansas LeRae finally holds some WWE gold. Finally. Long yeah. overdue.
1: It was, a, it was a killer match. Really, really good, solid main event. Uh, lived up to the street fight, you know, hype and stipulation. Though These women just kudos to all four. Absolutely killed it. I really enjoy Shotzi and Ember as a team, too. I think they're really, really good and entertaining. Yeah, and make, great they work really well together. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree with you. They flip flop these titles way too much ever since the inception of them. But I'm okay with it here because, like you said, Candice LeRae deserved to win some WWE gold. And I didn't, like, know how um, tight-knit and indy hartwell were as well as like johnny gargano like you could see just based on their instagram posts that indy uh put up and what candace put up and what johnny put up uh that they're like really close with indy hartwell and i I didn't i didn't really know the background of that so it's really cool that they could win many ways indy
0: is like their kid like it like that's how, like the you know um candace kind of taking indy under the you know her wing. And you could even probably say the same thing about Johnny too. Like that, that's her kid that really, you know, not even on TV, but that's like legit. That's her kid.
1: And that's going to make Indy Hartwell just, um, and like she has a, such a bright future because working alongside Candace and Johnny and getting tips from them and learning from them and getting groomed by them. That's going to make her a big deal. Like she's going to, that's only going to benefit her in the long run because Johnny and Candace are amazing. Mm -hmm. Uh, so it's, it's just really cool to see that. So, um, yeah, I, I I thought it was great, and I'm looking forward to seeing their run now as women's tag champs. But I, like you said, I hope we get some a decent run now with you know them as women's champions. Don't flip flop this in a month, okay? Give this give this time to breathe a little bit. And I just feel like they're running through all their women's tag teams right. so quickly. It's like how like this title has only been around for like a month, maybe you know if that. Um, so like you're already the burning. They burn through you know Dakota and and Raquel. Obviously Raquel's doing her own thing. Dakota, who knows what's gonna happen with her. You burn through Ember and Shotzi, And now you got Candace and, and Indy. It's like what other tag teams besides um Caden Carter and Casey Cadenzaro, like are there really, you know, to feud with? Like I don't care about either of those two that I just mentioned. So I don't know. But uh either way, these tag titles are being utilized way better than the main roster ones are already, because yeah. we're getting important matches for right. them. And uh, you know, it gives somebody like Candace and Indy something to do and it gives them gold because obviously Candice might never win the NXT Women's Tag uh, Women's Championship.
0: And also the audience is invested in these tag team championships where they matter, unlike what they're doing on Raw and SmackDown, where, you know, Nia and Shane are doing absolutely nothing with those tag titles. But that's, uh, that's another, uh, story for another day. Uh,
1: we already talked about an Eva Marie. I don't need to talk about Nia. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: All right. uh, speaking of not being invested, but um, this match definitely I'm very intrigued by. Listen, WrestleMania Backlash, like, I really don't care about this show. I'm sure the show will be good. It'll be entertaining. But uh, one match that I'm very, very invested in is Cesaro and Roman Reigns. We got Jimmy Uso returning this past Friday night. There's already conflict with the bloodline already with Jimmy's return. Uh, We got a nice interesting uh, backstage segment with Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns. So... I don't know if there's like seeds being planted there. But Cesaro, Roman so Reigns, that's going to be... I think this should be the main event of WrestleMania Backlash. Uh, this is going to be a match where we know Cesaro's going to get this L, but I feel like it's going to rejuvenate and put Cesaro in another level, even with a loss.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, it's going to do wonders for him. Just seeing Cesaro in a world title match is really cool. And him and Roman are going to have a killer, killer Absolutely. match. Absolutely. Uh, Man, it's going to be so good. I think Cesaro is a perfect guy for Roman to feud with right now. Uh, It's believable. Um, You know, ever since Cesaro, you know, resigned, I guess, right? Like when he resigned a couple months ago, he has been utilized in ways that he's never been utilized before (laughs) in all his current years of being in the WWE, which is shocking. Uh, It's not so shocking, but um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I think the feud's already off to a great start. It's going to be another Roman Reigns W, obviously, Mm -hmm. but... I think they could easily get a few pay-per-view matches out of these two. If they feuded all summer and had matches leading up to SummerSlam for the next few months, I would not complain one bit. It's just going to do wonders for Cesaro in the end.
0: Yeah, also with Cesaro, man, the the there's only two things that – they're not even critiques. It's just more like letdowns. It's, man, I wish Cesaro would be having this run with fans in the audience, kind of like WrestleMania. Rus- yeah. You heard the, the pop that Cesaro got at Mania. And then also – I'm not necessarily a fan of his theme song. I kind of wish he went back to his old theme where it had more up-tempo and it just fit more the whole Cesaro vibe. That's my only thing. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited for seeing Cesaro and Roman Reigns at uh, Backlash, dude. Yeah, you know, I mean,
1: there is some, you know, intriguing matches on this WrestleMania Backlash card. But overall, it's kind of like, you know, why is, you know, first of all, I hate the fact that they call it WrestleMania Backlash. Oh, my God, I I will never get over that. You you do not need to support (laughs) WrestleMania under any other pay-per-view name other than WrestleMania itself. I just think it's so it's so beyond ridiculous. But right. um but yeah, this is one of the matches I'm really really looking forward to on that on that card. So I I already can't wait for
0: it. All right. Um we could kind of connect this with WWE um but MLW has been making the rounds once again the last couple of weeks. A lot of interesting tidbits are coming out of MLW and one of the biggest rumors is wwe and mlw could potentially it's not saying that it's gonna happen but could t- potentially have some type of relationship uh it's been reported and i i don't really believe these reports but it's reported that wwe is uh upset with their image that they're getting that they can't work well with others or whatever <laughs> and that the forbidden door doesn't um uh you know the forbidden door has nothing to do with wwe so they want to change that image and apparently uh MLW and WWE um are in talks. Um, it's interesting. I don't necessarily. It's not something I would like to see. For the simple fact that is, I don't want to see MLW talent getting buried or catching L's or have a, a potential. Uh, have like, let's say an NXT uh, star win the MLW world title and then just kind of like you know, you know, do nothing with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I, yeah. I don't want to see that. So. You know, I kind of don't want to see WWE have a working relationship with with MLW, man. I just feel like MLW, yeah, they could potentially get uh, maybe spotlighted. You know, maybe get a little bit more traction. But I I don't know, man. I I just kind of have mixed feelings about it. Well, what's your thought process on the potential WWE MLW working relationship?
1: I mean, is this going to end up being another Evolve? You know, Evolve 2.0 where basically WWE gets control of them and then they end up on WWE Network. Well, MLW is in
0: a way better position than Evolve. Was. No, <laughs> so. yeah,
1: I, I, I totally get that. But it's just like, are they eventually going to end up, you know, selling to to the WWE? Like, is is that going to be WWE's new feeder system? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it, it's really hard to get excited about WWE working with another company like this. It's, you know, I know MLW is on TV and it's, it's good for them, but they're still like, you know... A, company down on the bottom of the barrel and i don't mean that in any disrespect but you you know what i mean when i say right. that um but it would be some great notoriety for them totally 100 i just feel like they should just stick to doing their own freaking thing you know i i just feel like it's just you're going into some deep waters when you when you start working with the wwe and again i just don't need to see mlw on the wwe network <laughs> eventually i just, I, re- I really don't that's my only fear um but of course all the talent in mlw i'm sure they're over the moon with this because listen, half the guys from Evolve got signed by WWE. So I'm sure, you know, people who were in MLW, that's probably their their goal anyways. Um, But yeah, I really don't know what to think.
0: Um, Some of the rumors that got reported was it'll be something more like a WWE-ECW relationship back in the 90s where, like, let's say someone like now I'm comparing it to back then, like let's say someone like Al Snow had nothing to do in WWE, WWF at the time. He would go down to ECW, reinvent himself, and then that's where the whole head gimmick started. And then he got brought back to WWF. Um, if it's a relationship like that, I think it could work. If it's something down that down those lines, but I just don't want to see like a Jacob Fatu fucking like catching an L from. Like I don't know, like someone like I'm trying to think someone that I don't like in WWE TV right now. Like, like so, oh, I mean,
1: and you're really you're you're stuttering when you ain't trying to figure okay, out. Okay, you, you, don't what, like you on know what? You know what? Here's TV a, here's, right a here, here's a
0: perfect. So, like, I don't want to see like my guy Jacob Fatu, which is the MLW World Champion, catch an L from Strowman. Like, I do I not going to say that. Like, I do not want to see that. You know what I'm saying? I do not want to yeah. see that whatsoever. But if it's something down the lines, like let's say we have this talent that is not necessarily doing anything right now hey, send, send them down to MLW and he can make some noise over there. I'm cool with that. Yeah,
1: yeah that's cool. That's cool. Uh, 100% cool. Some people that don't do anything go there, have some cool matchups with some of the guys over there. Great. I don't mind that. I just feel like once WWE gets a handle on something, it never ends well. You know? It just never ends well for that company. Um, so like I said, I just don't want it to be evolved 2.0. And I know I know they're in a better position, but that doesn't right. mean that once they start working with the WWE, uh, they won't potentially sell to the company. And if WWE... You know, makes it sound really good. Like, oh, we'll put you on Peacock.
2: Ooh, you, you, your <laughs> stock will rise on
1: Peacock. And you know, Corbin Powers like, oh, Peacock. who with the WWE, who knows? I don't know, but right. that's just my, you know, little concern. So it would be good for MLW, but right. uh, who knows? We'll, we'll see what happens with that.
0: More on the MLW uh, front. It's been heavily rumored, but finally, it came to uh, full force on screen this past Wednesday night on MLW Fusion. Um, which underground, they're coming back to an extent. We don't know exactly what we're getting, but the guy that played Dario Cueto now he's known as El Jefe in MLW. He they did a, a kind of vignette type thing to end a uh, fusion this past week where uh he's talking to a kidnapped Selena de la Renta saying, like, oh, kind of uh uh saying that the, the um, that you know she's gonna be the sacrifice and they're gonna be uh gathering his luchadors and going to philly july 19th and so we're getting some form of uh lucha underground um in mlw whether this is going to be like a separate brand or maybe a stable i don't necessarily know what we're getting here but we're definitely going to get a lucha un- underground influence in mlw called azteca underground which has been heavily rumored that that will be the name I'm excited for this, man. I'm really curious to see what they do with this. Um, the guy that does play Dario Cueto, now known as El Jefe in MLW, he has signed a multi-year deal with MLW. So I'm curious to see what we get out of this. And I'll be there in Philly, so I'm excited for this.
1: Yeah, that sounds really cool. Um, Lucha Underground was something that was like cool, different, unique. Uh, just like the whole presentation of it was really, really like cool to me. So if we get something like similar to that in MLW or a different brand, it's definitely intriguing stuff. You know, it's just, unfortunately, well, not unfortunately, it's always great, but like, it's like just more wrestling to, to dive into weekly, um, which is like so hard because like I said, I wish I could like follow MLW as close as like, you know, some people probably do. I'm sure it's a great product. I see little tidbits on social media here and there, mm-hmm. but obviously it's just not like it doesn't fit into my weekly schedule, right, 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 unfortunately, right. but um, yeah, man, they, I, I saw you know a bunch of stuff uh, regarding this and definitely has my attention. So whatever happens, like like you said, I have no clue what's going to happen. I don't even know as much of the background as you just mentioned right there, um, but it sounds cool to me.
0: Uh, and lastly on MLW, and then we'll cover two more topics and we'll wrap up. Selena De La Renta, we just talked about her. They kind of wrote her off with this vignette where she gets kidnapped and she gets quote-unquote sacrificed. She's a free agent now, and um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with her work um, is she a manager? She's she a manager. A and man, when I talk about she is money, she is money. Now, don't get me wrong, people are going to be like, well, you're kind of biased because you like her. Um, yes, I am a big <laughs> fan and I'm very attracted to Lena De La Renta. But besides that, taking all that away, this chick is money on the mic. Um, I could see her getting picked up by like WWE and, and being like a manager role, um, representing someone. I don't know who that could be. Or you know, I, I don't want to say AEW because they their roster is just so stacked. But who knows? Maybe as a manager role in AEW, it could work too. Um, wherever she ends up going, uh, they'll get their money's worth because she's gold. She's that good. Um, her promos is just fucking amazing. Um, she plays the heel manager role to the T. Uh, she's a very very talented woman.
1: Wasn't this was is this the chick that was feuding with Alicia too? Yes. Like, recently? Yes, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah,
0: I know. I know her. Yeah. Yeah. yeah dude. So, uh, yeah. It's yeah. um. I expect big things for Selena Del Renta. You know, she probably won't be have that moniker. Um, if she goes to somewhere like the WWE, they'll probably change her name. But um, she'll make it work, man, because I think she's that good. Yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, two more things that I want to talk about with you. Did you, by any chance, get to watch the Brian Pillman Dark Side of the Ring or the Macho Man A no. and uh, documentary?
1: So behind on all those, you I have not watched either or. No, bro. I, I still, dude. I still have this, the Stone Cold
0: one on my on my DVR. Oh, the Austin one is good too.
1: Oh, dude, and the, and the Hidden Treasures too. I heard that was pretty cool. I don't know. I got all this stuff on my DVR. I just, I haven't had time for anything uh, lately. I got to put up some time aside for that because I heard. Nothing but amazing things about the Pillman documentary, and um oh yeah, dude, I I wish I could we we could talk about it, so, but I I have not seen. It. So
0: I'll I'll share a couple of, of cliff notes here without spoiling anything. So
1: yeah, I mean, to, you, if, I'm gonna watch it regardless.
0: Right. If so if it gets when horrible. it comes to so first of all, the Pillman documentary, it's a two hour documentary, and it's fucking amazing. It, it's it's sad. um It's a tearjerker. You really yeah. feel for the Pillman family um i send all my best wishes to the the whole pillman family you know especially brian pillman jr his two sisters britney and danny um and his aunt linda which in overnight she became like an overnight sensation because i think watching this documentary and you'll and when you watch it you'll know exactly what i'm talking about and you could you know we'll we'll talk about it after you watch it Um, because i would like to have this conversation with you you know she became like the world's Aunt Linda after watching this because she just has the heart of gold, you know. She was kind of like the glue in many ways that kind of held like all the Pillman children together. And um, you know, just watching this, like there was stuff about Brian Pillman Jr. that I never knew about. Um, uh, some of the things that he went through and it, it's just a very it's a hard watch, but there is some light at the end of the tunnel. I will say that. Um but man Brian Pillman Jr deserves all the success in the world. I know uh, he has the the run right now with the Varsity Blondes with Chris Garrison and AEW but man uh, I would love to see him uh at some point like you know explode over the tag team and just become a single star that I know he can be um cuz the dude is money and I think with this dark side of the ring episode, I think his, his stock has risen. Cause I think now you have, now you kind of know the person behind the character and you kind of get a better idea of who he is as a man. And I don't know how anybody can have anything bad to say about this guy and how you cannot want to see this guy win, you know, and like succeed in wrestling.
1: Yeah, no, that's exactly everything you're saying is exactly what I saw all over social media. He even put out some heartfelt tweets uh, regarding all this. And, um, yeah, man. I mean, I'm, I'm a huge fan of him without even watching this documentary, but I just feel like after watching it from what people and like like you are saying, I'm just going to love this guy even more. And I can't wait for that. So, um, yeah, I'm putting on my list to, to accomplish this. And, and next week we could talk more about it. But um, right. so it's, it's so dark sides. Uh, that was a premiere, right? So it's every Thursday, every right? Thursday, come out
0: with every Thursday. And next week is the Nick Gage episode. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> Oh, Dude, oh man, I can't for that. Especially just coming from um, GCW last weekend and just everything that, you know, if you guys if you guys follow us at Lucha Outsiders Everywhere, especially our Instagram, some of the clips, some of the videos that I posted up on our stories when it comes to that GCW show, Jesus fucking Christ, man. Um, and <laughs> yeah. when it comes to Nick Gage, Nick Gage is just a, far, a fucking character in itself. So I'm very intrigued by this Dark Side Nick Gage episode that we're going to get next Thursday.
1: Dude, I for I totally like. We should have started off the show with this, you know. Like, how was GCW? Like, how how is you know? Obviously, you've been to so many, but how was how the show when you went last? Dude, week?
0: um, so it was a it was a doubleheader. Um, we got JCW, JCW, which w, the, right? Which yeah. is a Jersey Championship Wrestling. GCW. Uh, Brett Lauderdale got the rights for GCW, so now he pretty much owns that. Which. JCW was like kind of like the birth child of what GCW is now. You know, they were like they're they were where a lot of these towns started, et cetera, et cetera. And now JCW has kind of become kind of like another brand in GCW. That's how big GCW is getting now, to the point where now former, and they specified that a lot in GCW um later on that night, the former GCW World Champion, Ricky Shane Page. Now he's moved to the JCW brand. So <laughs> um, a he got a kind of demotion. <laughs> but you know what? I'm expecting big things. And it's smart. It, from a Booker standpoint, it's kind of smart. Because JCW, they're starting. So what do you get? You kind of need a big name. So yeah. why not move a guy like Ricky Shane Page that he gets all this clout? Now, granted, it's heat. But you move this guy to the JCW brand. And now you pair him up like whoever he main events. And I'm, this is all speculation, but... Whoever he made events with, people are going to want to see that because they want to see Ricky Shane Page lose. But uh, besides that, I I thought the whole show was great. Joey Janelle wrestled twice, uh, both on GCW and JCW, which is that afternoon show. Uh, Nick Gage had a great match with uh, Jordan Oliver. Uh, He retained the title. He'll be facing um, AJ Gray at the Vegas show. And, you know, they were were promoting a lot of uh, tournament survival weekend, which will be in the beginning of June. And, I don't know, dude. Um, I guess I'll talk this on air. We we kind of like teased it, uh, on the last episode. where we think where this Moxley and Gage match could happen. They haven't made any announcements yet. But yeah. if I had to fantasy book this, if I had to predict, I think we're gonna get a Moxley appearance in Vegas next week. Um, yeah. Or we're gonna yeah. get the tease. He, he lives there. He so lives it's out very there. So, so we get the tease. I don't know if we're gonna get it at tour- Tournament Survival. It's rumored that. We're gonna get another summer show in Atlantic City, um, July. So maybe they 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 kind of make the announcement there. Which, dude, if you if they do make the announcement, you got to be on top of buying these tickets. Or if you if you oh, are yeah, yeah. down to go, oh, yeah. I'll buy them and and you know you could just pay. Yeah, them yeah. Rent. oh yeah, uh, definitely, hundred
1: percent. I gotta I gotta see this match because uh, this is like
0: yeah, dude. Oh, so I, I, if I had to you know if I had to guess, I would think this Moxie Gage match has to happen in Jersey, dude. It has to happen in AC.
1: Yeah, yeah, I hope so, man. I hope so. That's just ever since their encounter at spring break, dying, absolutely dying to see this match. So, um, yeah, let's we'll, we'll see what happens. I, I, I think a, a Moxley appearance in Vegas is definitely, definitely likely.
0: Yeah, because he lives out there. Um, right, right. So you say you didn't watch the the, the Macho Man uh, doc either, right?
1: No, I haven't. I, I, I They're all on my DVR. I'm just going to have to watch all of them one day and just catch up because I heard – Nothing but great things about all of them. It's just unfortunately, you know, life gets in the way, and I, I gotta I gotta try and watch it like late at night, um, you know, before I go to bed, just you know, watching something. Um, but yeah, I definitely gotta check them out, and I and I will.
0: So the Macho Man Doc, uh, I enjoyed it, and I felt like the Macho Man Doc was more. It it wasn't as, I guess, painted colorful like the Austin Doc and kind of like the Roddy Piper Doc where. They kind of did talk about some of their trials and tribulations in both those docs, but it was it didn't go dark. For example, in uh-huh. the Austin doc, they didn't talk about like the the stuff that happened between him and Deborah, what led to their divorce, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um. I don't think in the Piper doc they talked uh much on like Piper's like drug abuse at times or whatever. They didn't really talk much about that. Um. But man, the Macho Man doc felt a little bit more like a dark side of the ring episode where in the first hour, they really covered like the success of his career and how he got to like these WrestleMania matches and like the high points of his WWF run. But then the second hour kind of focused on like some of the stuff that happened between him and Miss Elizabeth. And then some of the stuff that happened with him and gorgeous George or whatever. And a lot of people felt that it was more of a burial on Macho Man. Um I kind of took it. I didn't take it this way. I kind of took it like listen, if you're gonna talk about somebody's career, you gotta talk about the good and bad, right? Like at the yeah, end of the day, right, of that's how I kind of took it. But at the same sense, like I could get why people were pissed off. Cause if it's that way, then how come that some of that focus we didn't get that in the Austin doc? Like, how come you didn't talk about the bad in the Austin right. doc? How come you didn't talk about the bad in the in the Piper doc? How come we only got this in the Montra Man doc? So a lot of people felt like this was kind of like a uh inside job where Maybe WWE kind of still has some, like, ill will towards feelings on Macho Man. That's um, ridiculous.
1: Absolutely ridiculous.
0: Like I said, I really didn't feel that way. I-, I enjoyed the doc for what it was. And it's a lot of stuff that is not, like, people didn't know about. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. This is all public knowledge. Like Right. 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 I-, I guess because... Maybe Gorgeous George wasn't, um... She wasn't part of the Dark Side of the Ring episode on Macho Man and Miss Elizabeth. Like, she wasn't involved in that. So, right, right. um... I guess now it's like, oh, why bring her in? But she played a part in this fucking... In the Macho Man story. You know, it was a small part of the Macho Man story, but she did play a part into it. So, I mean, I really had nothing to get... I had no problem with her being in, in the Macho Man doc. Uh, I enjoyed it for what it was. I think everybody has their own opinion on it, but, um... It is interesting,
1: yeah. See, like I don't even think I would pick up on something like that either. I don't know. Some people like think about these things, and it just never even crosses my mind. But I guess now, watching it, now I will be more aware of that as I'm watching. Um, But yeah, that's that's interesting, and what a shame if if you know (laughs) they still have some ill will towards him because, come on, you know.
0: Yeah, dude, it's um, it's interesting. It's really interesting. Uh, I think tonight's episode, I think, is going to be Booker T. Oh. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right right and you haven't seen none of these right i haven't seen any
1: of these but i'll tell you what i'm not watching booker t's i i'm not a fan of booker
0: <laughs> what's your <he> with booker
1: <laughs> i just think i just think he's a clown he's, he's an absolute <laughs> clown bro I, I i years ago with the whole young bucks thing not shaking hands and now he just says some stupid shit nowadays he just says some really stupid things like he just like he's just a moron i i just don't i he's the way he talks, the, his his opinions. I'm just, I don't know. I just think he's a clown. <laughs>
0: oh my god! I mean, my biggest, funny. I think people's biggest takeaway on this show is going to be like, Ryan's not a fan of Booker T. <laughs> no,
1: no, I'm not. I just, I don't know. I can't, I, I can't do it. Uh, JBL, Booker T, uh, <laughs> Kevin Nash, because that asshole blocked me on Twitter for some god no, reason. I still have no idea why. I don't think I ever tweeted. Na- hold on, wait. Life.
0: Kevin Nash blocked you on Twitter.
1: Yeah, this isn't recent. This is like he, every time I go to his thing, like I'm just blocked. And I, I don't know why. Like, I just don't, I didn't, I don't even think I ever tweeted at him once. I'd
0: say I'm, sad. Not, I know see, sad. I'm not, I'm not on Twitter, so I wouldn't know these things, you know, being blocked. Yeah,
1: no, this, this is like for a while now. He's, I don't know. Every time I see something and I click on it, I'm, he blocked me. I don't know why. I, I, I really don't think I ever tweeted at Kevin Nash before in my life. I don't know. Well, Mystery. That's maybe, maybe I'll meet him one day, and I'll, I'll be like, "Unblock me." i didn't well,
0: do doing it. well. Hopefully, when you meet him, he's not drunk. Because uh, I have, yeah. Met, well,
1: maybe he was drunk, and he was just going through, and uh, you know.
0: Because I have met Kevin Nash a good, uh, I'll say a good handful of times um, throughout the years or whatever, and I'll say half of those times were really cool, and then the other half, I feel like he was intoxicated, and he was just like, <laughs> yeah, <I> "Totally <laughs> see it." So, uh, yeah, th- that's my Kevin Ash story. But that's it, dude. Um, we're about to wrap up, bro. Um, I think it was a fun episode. I think we covered a lot. Um, and next week we'll make our return and hopefully we won't have any issues where we can't do an episode.
1: Yeah, no, we'll definitely do an episode next week.
0: Uh, Ryan, give me your plugs in, dude.
1: All right, at Lucha Outsiders on Twitter. The only place that you could see me being a straight shooter. Uh, Instagram at. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Can't say at Royal Ramble Wrestling anymore. Oh oh, hold
0: on wait. Hold on, wait, pause, pause. Let's just let's just talk about that real quick. Just let's just mention Uh, it. Fucking Instagram, bro. Uh so for those that don't know, Royal Ramble Wrestling, or like what I like to call him the Ram the Royal Ramble or the Ramble of Royale. Ramble of Royale. Uh our boy Brian, uh really cool dude, man, and Man, he had a great page, and I still, I'm still hoping that he's gonna get it back. But man, yeah, he uh, said it's
1: not looking good. So. Oh,
0: dude! So this guy yeah. has a—he was like one of the first supporters of Lucha Outsiders, and when when we both yeah. started following each other on Instagram, and man, this guy, you know, he's on—he's top notch when it comes to him posting whether it's news or opinions, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And out of nowhere, it really came out of nowhere. Does he even know why his page got taken down, or have any idea? Yeah.
1: It based, they just said that he violated the terms. What he was, doesn't know how. What and I'm sure that? he didn't do it because we've seen his posts. His posts are just like wrestling posts where he just, you know.
0: Well, do you know what was his last post that he did?
1: Uh, no. Honestly, I, I didn't ask that. And I can't even see because, like, the page is just like, does it's he, just like kind of like re- restricted now. Like, like it still exists, right? It's it not comes deleted, up as no post. right?
0: It's no, it's not deleted. yet. And I told that to Brian too because I DM'd them. I was like, because when I saw this r- random page follow me, I'm like, wait a minute. And I'm like, and I DM'd them. Then I noticed that like the Royal Rambles gone. So I'm like, Say it ain't so, dude. What happened? And he was telling me, and I and I and I know how it feels to an extent, because um, Lucha Outsiders got like disabled for like three days out of nowhere, yeah. like, and I was so depressed dude like i was like fuck i I was like why can't they just delete my personal page i've worked so fucking hard on this like why would they take this down we didn't do anything
1: it's such i mean you put so much hard work and effort into this and this was almost like a side gig for brian even though he wasn't getting paid for it it was some it was a passion of his and like yeah. going on for like three or four years and just for no reason whatsoever, all that hard work is just gone. It's done. It's like oh. it's like never existed. And like I can't say never existed because like he did grow a big fan base that I hope goes over to his new page. But right now, I mean he's only got 185 followers compared to like what he had at one point. So it, it sucks, um,
0: dude. It really but sucks. But hey,
1: at Royal underscore ramble underscore wrestling, W R A S S L I N. Follow it, please. And um, you know, like I said, I just feel for the dude and Let's see, hopefully, you can get it back. I don't know. He just said, as of right now, it's not too looking good, but keep the faith, I guess.
0: Um, it's depressing, but yeah, dude. go definitely go follow him. It's fucking depressing, uh, it is definitely uh. upsetting, and especially because. And I told you this privately too. What pisses me off about this is you have other pages where they post nothing but hateful, yeah, racist, Arbage. uh, porn, which you know, we. You know, we're guys or whatever. But still, like, it's against the, it's against the guidelines. Right. Uh, point one, being, yeah. Right, point being, it's against the guidelines and their pages don't get taken down whatsoever yet. Like, a wrestling page. And, and listen, yeah, Brian is uh, opinionated, but he he's never hateful. He's never, like, disc- discriminates. Listen. He's never, he's never, right. like, he never does anything to, like, like, verbally insult someone to the point where it's like, okay, this is considered hate.
1: Right, right. He gives his opinions, which obviously he's entitled to because it's his freaking page, okay? Mm-hmm. And then most of the time on his posts, he asks, what do you guys think in the comments? And everybody interacts in the comments. So it's right. kind of like, yeah, like how did he violate terms? I have no clue. Right. Um, I hope,
0: Brian's you know. better than me because nine times out of ten, like it, when these peckerheads comment, I ignore everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I,
1: it's hard sometimes. Right. But, I know.
0: ignore everyone. I ignore everyone. And so if, if I ignore you... Uh, you could tell like if I like one of your comments it's like okay I think you're cool but like if you're one of these annoying like like no ones that just type nonsense like I just completely ignore you like I'm not I'm not going to have dialogue with you at right. times I feel like at times I'll throw a zinger out there when somebody deserves it like if they write something really really stupid like I'll throw a zinger in there just to like just to like shut them yeah. up and I'll of do course. that like it's rare when I do that but uh, it does suck. Uh, I feel bad for Brian because he he's one of the better pages out there. So um, give him a oh, yeah. give him a follow. What is it? Royal underscore ramble wrestling, right? Wrestling, yeah. Uh, okay, so yeah. continue with your plugs, Ryan, because uh, we we, we, we completely sidebar had this discussion on the royal ramble.
1: Yeah, no, we had to. Um, yeah, cause it's depressing news. We should have yeah, you know, we start off every episode with depressing news. That that was the depressing news of the week. We should have started off with right. Um, yeah, wrestle radar on Twitter and Instagram and uh wrestling radar on YouTube and then my personal page if you give a shit. At Ryan underscore Maturano. Always gotta throw it in there. That's all I got.
0: Leo, what's your plugs in as you're fucking munching away? I had to make myself a salad because I was hungry. <laughs> LosRadio.com. <laughs> Be scared, bitches. Be scared. Go. All right. I got a couple plugs on the way right now. Okay, so for those that are watching us on Facebook Live or if you're listening to the podcast version of the show, you could go back and watch this on Facebook. Within the next hour or so, give or take, uh, we're going to be doing a live video on Lucha Outsiders show, um, kind of talking about the future of Lucha Outsiders and some other stuff that's happening that is associated with Lucha Outsiders, which is a Loser radio brand. So make sure you follow us at Lucha Outsiders on Facebook. A live a Facebook Live will be dropping within the next hour or so. Um we started the show talking about our hats that we're wearing, so our hats have been making some traction uh, as of late, so make sure you follow us at Lucha Outsiders everywhere, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. There will be a formal announcement on these hats and where you could get them, so stay tuned for that, um, So because we've, we've been getting a lot of DMs, um, a lot of comments. So on that. are they sliding into our DMs? Kind of the couple DMs and also shout outs to Dream Match Wrestling because he received yeah. his hat and it was making the rounds and people want to know where they could get these hats. So uh, a formal announcement will be happening sometime this week. Uh, right, Leo?
2: Yeah, 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 definitely.
0: Okay, so uh, we'll have information for you where you can get these hats. You can follow me at RatedRSince87. In the words of Ryan, if you care or if you give a shit. If I don't, you give I a shit. You, you know, I don't give a shit if you follow uh, I, me or not.
1: Yeah, I don't need no peckerheads following me. So if you're oh, a peckerhead, don't Hashtag the
0: peckers. No, we're not. That's, that's, my, ter- that's, that's terrible. That's my favorite word now, peckerheads. Oh, I always terrible.
1: wow on Twitter. I love it.
0: Uh, but make sure you follow us at Lucha Outsiders everywhere, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Also, if you missed anything or everything on today's episode, make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast version of the show. iTunes, SoundCloud, you'll be fancy Apple podcast. TuneIn, in to the mm-hmm. Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you get your podcast needs. And that is it.
2: You don't like the little flipping back and forth, no? What (laughs) (laughs) flip? I'm doing this.
0: You're you're really bored, aren't you? Huh? You're really bored, (laughs) aren't you?
2: No, actually, I had to go make me a salad because I was hungry. I know you guys are doing the show, but, you know.
0: Uh, So I asked Ryan, and Ryan said that he didn't watch none of this, but did you get to watch any of the dark side or the A&E files? Yes. And you're getting these, these old heads, older
2: than me, that are watching these because they grew up with a lot of these wrestlers.
0: So they don't watch the current wrestling, but they watch this because it's documentaries yeah. of yeah some of the old stuff.
2: The, the old guy, you know what? He said he he watched one of those. He didn't believe half of the shit that was going on. Yeah, man, the Pillman <laughs> episode
0: was very um, uh, it was emotional. It was. Uh, I can't wait to watch it. I gotta get on this. Dude, man, I'm telling you, you're gonna come. I'm sure you're a Brian Pillman fan, but coming out of this yeah. episode, you're gonna even be a bigger Brian Pillman Jr. fan. I'm telling you. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I'm I'm ready for it, man. Like I said, I already am now. But Didn't I'm to
0: say Happy Mother's Day. Oh, Happy Mother's Day! <laughs> happy <Yes>. Mother's Day! <laughs> happy Mother's Day to all the beautiful, dedicated, hardworking moms out there. I completely forgot about Mother's Day. Well, I mean, I told my I told my mom Happy Mother's Day this okay, morning. Okay, so at least you you told her. But like, I completely forgot about you know the show, the show, the show. All right, for the old man Leo. Yeah. For R Double Ryan Radar. Yeah. I'm yours truly, Mister Radar. Till next time, keep Radar safe and sweet. Goodbye.
1: Mm -hmm. (coughs) And good night.